Frankenstein. Bone. Werewolf. Moon. Blood. Witching Hour. Aldrin. Fear. Zombies. For midnight grows near. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Death and Deja. <laughs> That's right, you probably have heard uh, the spooky version of our theme song, uh, which I know sucks, but I made it and I really like it. <laughs> and uh, 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 you probably have heard, this is our Halloween episode. Uh, as we did last year, we're going to be switching over from uh, D&D, our, our normal game system, to play some Call of Cthulhu. But first, I guess I should introduce myself and uh, we'll talk about the game real quick. Um, my name is, and this time, Keeper Hobart Thompson, and I'm going to be leading a, a group of investigators through another horror-tinged mystery on the outskirts of fantasy Chicago. Oh, in this game, spooky Chicago. Ooh. A spooky version oh, no. of Chicago. Uh, guys, I gotta go. This is too scary. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, folks. Uh, yeah, this is, a, we normally play D&D 5e, uh, but this time we're taking a little break to do something a little a little scary for the, the season. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, meet our cast. Hello, my name is Liz Getty, um, and I'll be playing Arnold. Nope, 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 just, just, nope, just, just, just say your name. I am nothing, <laughs> I am Liz Getty, and I'm a ghost. <laughs> oh, hey there, it's uh, me, Brandon Kirkman. I'm playing uh, a figment of your imagination, the spooky one. Huh? Uh, I'm just like the Fantasy Island remake, terrible. No, no, and no. also... Uh, Damn it! Let's, uh, Bustin feels good. <laughs> there was no need to do bits for this. He went yes. with an instruction. Bits, bits, I bits. know, I know. I, 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 tried. I, I, I fucked up, and now the beast Hey, listen, loose. trick or treat. We went trick. Sorry, buddy. My name is Spencer, and I want to suck your blood. Ooh. And your ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's my whole intro. I did it. <laughs> I'm a simple guy. I'm just a vampire man who eats ass. Hi, my name is Gwen, and um, if you found this recording, uh, I just want to apologize to Spencer's mom and Hobart's mom and Agnes's mom and Brandon's mom. Thank you. And that's my whole intro. It's not what was that? <laughs> <laughs> I love a, I love the idea of a found footage horror podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what all podcasts are. Right. Uh, I found uh, the footage and yeah, I am yeah, horrified. It, they're all insights into minds going mad, as we are about to see here right in there. Call of Cthulhu. I'm very excited for this. Uh, we played this last year. We had a ton of fun. Last year, we saw the employees of a crooked co- uh, uh, shipping company called the National Parcel Company all go insane after an encounter with a terrifying ghost. Uh, uh, and uh, this year, uh, we have a new group of adventures because all but one <laughs> either died or went insane last time. Woo! Yo, yo, yo. We have we have a we have a new story, and I thought in uh, in keeping with a new 
new story. We perhaps need a new time period and a new setting. So we are, uh, this last game took place in uh, spooky Chicago in 1929. Uh, This adventure takes place in the year 1936. Ooh. uh, uh, I'm gonna give you a just a little bit of background. Year. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. World was, War II. Yeah, it was. I mean, boom. World War II. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so once again, uh, Spooky Chicago is a, you know, is a more kind of a paranormal infused version of the city we all know and love. Uh, uh, you know, ghosts, ghosts abound. Uh, it's always dark before 5 p.m., even in the summer. And people just kind of have a more generally uh, macabre vibe. Uh, and in the year 1936, the Hoover Dam is finished and immediately haunted by the ghosts of the workers who died during its construction. Jesse <laughs> Owens wins gold at the Olympics in Berlin and a furious Hitler turns to the occult and is subsequently dragged to hell. H.R. Uh, Ekins beats Dorothy Kilgannon in a race around the world by airplane. When Dorothy arrives one day after Aiken, her hair is stark white and she claims to have spent the last five years living with those that will come. Oh. And so that sets the tone for this year in spooky Chicago. Um, Play the real music. As we described, our five, our four characters this time are all people who uh, experience a great deal of downturn uh, during the kind of uh, the Great Depression, uh, and uh, 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 had to turn to mystical help to save uh, to save uh, their lives. Uh, they they all had their reasons for doing so, but uh, what they have done has uh, somewhat mi- eroded their sanity and drugged them into a life uh, underneath the thumb of a figure known as Mother Storybrook. Uh, to the, uh, the outside world, Mother Storybrook appears as nothing but a uh, middle-aged woman who's a, a wears a nun's habit everywhere. Um, however, once you get to know her, you see that she is anything but a devout nun. Um, and uh, you all owe her a favor, and that favor is come due. So let's go ahead and meet our cast of characters. Everyone who is not introducing themselves, lose the headphones now. <gasps> Spooky. All right, Liz, let's talk. <clears throat> Who's your character? Um, well, I'll be playing Artie Heckman, who is a very stout uh, dude from the south side of Chicago. Um, and he grew up kinda not with many friends and was bullied a lot and, uh, really just wanted to play sports, but everyone thought he was pretty dumb and bad at it. Um, and then one day he met this woman dressed as a nun, Mother Storybrooke, and she was like, you could do whatever you want. And he said, I want to play for the Chicago Owl Bears, and so, and then he went out to get the team, and he got on. But he's still really bad at baseball, so he never really gets to play. But he is a part of the team, and that <laughs> makes him so happy. Uh, I, he's just um, a pretty eager to please guy. He, uh, oh yeah, he likes his friends. He really just likes being a part of things, and he absolutely hates it when there's any conflict or anyone is uh, getting upset with each other or anything. Uh, oh boy, well, all right. That's uh, well, that's very good. Uh, so your miracle is that you made a pro sports team. Despite the fact that you're a bit of a bench warmer, Arnie Heckman got his wish. Uh, and uh, as you were kind of resting up on an off day uh, for practice, uh, uh, suddenly there is a knock at your door. 
uh, as you look through the peephole and uh, cautiously open the door, you see that standing out there is Mother Storybrooke. Uh, she's like in her early 50s. Uh, it's hard to see, kind of tell us, because you basically usually only see her face sticking out of this uh, of, uh, this this nun's habit. Uh, sometimes you will see a curl of like curly brown hair, uh, but uh, usually she keeps it very kind of tied back. Uh, so it's really hard to tell exactly what she looks like in this habit. Um, she is at your door and she says, she says, well, hello, Arnie. May I come inside? Um, y- yes. And I open up the door and let and her And she in. just walks right in. Uh, she's carrying a, 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 like a, a, a carpet bag with her. Uh, and she sits down at your, your kitchen table. And from it, she takes a, a, a folder, uh, like a, a paper folder. And uh, she says, uh, sit down. I would like to speak with you. Okay. I, I, I sit. Um, would, you, would you like any water? Or um, that's, uh, that's really all I got. Just, that's all you have. You don't have any whiskey? Uh, I'll fuddle through some cabinets and I've got a bottle that has like a quarter left and I'll bring that out. Okay, very good. And so uh, uh, she pours herself a whiskey when you bring the, ta- the, 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 the bottle and the, some glasses over. You see that she pours like the vast majority of it into her glass, um, which she drinks continuously as she opens the folder and she says, Now you remember... I said there would come a time where you would owe me a favor for how I helped you. Uh, yep, that you mentioned that. Yes, yes. It is time for that favor to come due. Uh, oh, okay, uh, yeah, any, anything. Uh, and he, he says, I, she says, I hope you like to travel, and I hope you like to uh, do a little hard work, because uh, I've gotten you a job. Oh, I... Uh, I mean, yeah, I have a lot of free time. They don't really need me much at the field. Uh, and she says, uh, she says, uh, uh, she opens the folder and she takes out a picture of a young woman. Uh, she appears to be in her 20s. Uh, she has curly blonde hair and is wearing a fashionable dress and coat. She slides the picture over to you. Wow. Uh, and uh, she says, uh, I'm glad you think so. This is Pamela Godfrey. She is a reporter for the Chicago Moon Times. Okay. This weekend, she'll be staying at the home of this man. And she takes from uh, the folder another picture. Uh, this one is uh, decidedly older. It seems to be, like, very old, is this picture. She slides it across the table to you. It's of a young man. Uh, he's got sort of uh, 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 black hair uh, swept to one side and wears uh, glasses with perfectly round frames. Uh, uh, he's smiling in the picture, and he's wearing a military uniform. Uh, who, who is this? This is Sergeant Heinrich Harrison. Heinrich Harrison. Uh, And she goes, uh, perhaps you've had some of his family's cheese. Oh, big, ah, the big Harrison cheese, huh? Uh, make make me an intelligence roll. Oh, that's fair. I forgot this is the game. <laughs> Our first roll. So in Call of Cthulhu, yes. when we roll. We roll with the D one hundred. Our characters yeah. all have uh, scores for their stats, and uh, when they try to accomplish things, be they specific or general, like this roll, they're trying to roll under their stats. So what what is your intelligence, uh, Arnie? Um, I don't think it mattered. I roll really good. Um, Hell yeah! My intelligence is sixty, and I rolled a six. Oh, you're kind of a smart guy, uh, and a six is great. Uh, yeah, you know of the uh, you know of the Harrisons, uh, the Harrison uh, Cheese Fortune. Uh, they're a large uh, creamery operation in um, South Wisconsin. Uh, sorry, South Spooky Wisconsin. <laughs> 
uh, based around a town called Elk Skull, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, I know that cheese family, and I pat my little cheese belly. <laughs> and she says, well, there'll be time for cheese consumption while you're there, but try not to get caught. Uh, you'll be working this weekend as a butler at uh, their hunting lodge in the outskirts of Elk Skull, Wisconsin. But that, Arnie, look at me, that is not why I'm actually sending you. Oh, what? Well, oh. Okay, why are you why are you actually sending me? She says Pamela is in a great deal of danger. I need you to ensure that she is brought back to Chicago safely. Uh, yeah, I can can do that. I'm very intimidating and pretty good sized. Uh, that's why I picked you for the job, my friend. You will absolutely not be disappointed uh, at all. She says, be very careful. This is a very dangerous situation you're in. And I do not want any harm to befall Miss Godfrey. What kind of... Can I ask what kind of danger I might need a protector from? Sergeant Harrison. Hmm. Is he, like, a... Mean guy? She says, I couldn't tell you. This picture is the last known photograph of the man... He is very secretive, uh, reclusive. Uh, this picture was taken on the day he enlisted in 1917. Oh, that is a long time. Oh. And she says, I must go. You notice that she pushes an empty glass forward on the table. Uh, uh, there will be a car. There will be a car here to pick you up tomorrow. Okay. Bye. It will drive you to Elk Skull, Wisconsin. Uh, please come back with uh, Pamela. I will. I will. Yeah. And then she stands and she walks to the door and she, she turns and she smiles at you and she says, or Arnie, don't come back at all. And then she steps outside. <gasps> all right, uh, Liz, uh, go ahead and pull off your headphones. Next person up. Well, hi there, okay. Herbert. Howdy there, Gwen. Uh, tell me about your character. Uh, the character I'm going to be playing today is named Ramona uh, Remy Mincer. Uh, who happens to be a butcher by occupation here in the spooky Chicago meatpacking industry. Minter's Meats! <laughs> we got the meats! <laughs> and you've got the spirit. All right. Um, so, uh, Love that jingle. Thank you so much. <laughs> you hear it all the time driving through. You know, it's one of those things. Uh, it's like always on billboards. Big, big, well known. I don't know about that. We can debate. We can debate how much money this uh, company has oh. for advertising. <laughs> we don't have a ton of money. We just pour it into billboards. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so tell us, tell us about uh, uh, what Ramona uh, uh, looks like and uh, what uh, happened to Ramona. Uh, so Ramona is a power business lady who likes to wear uh, suits. She's really big on pants. She's one of the first ladies wearing pants. Uh, and it's a great pride and joy of hers because she loves to drive. She likes to zoom around town. Um, and so she got into a little trouble with Mother Storybrooke because she was involved in uh, the bootlegging industry. She was packing uh, little tiny airplane shots into sausages. I'll allow it. I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, a, that's a that's a very low uh, rent crime. I just not. I can't see how that would move a lot of product, but I love it so much. <laughs> it did, and it has, and it can. Uh, she was just really bad at it, so she got caught pretty quickly. Um, and 
yeah, she uh, she's from Paradise Valley, Detroit, and she has like shoulder length blonde hair that she always wears like kind of up in a bun uh, until she needs to do a power move, which is to take her hair down. <laughs> Hell yeah, I love that. Uh, okay, so yeah, uh, after you got caught by the, the Johnny Law, uh, uh, Mother Storybrooke kind of appeared and offered you a deal uh, to make it all go away, a deal that you took, and suddenly those police didn't seem to really consider you much of a suspect. Uh, it was like all the evidence had been uh, eaten up, you know? <laughs> all those sausages and liquor bottles just went missing, I guess. Uh, and uh, so now uh, you're standing in your butcher shop cleaning up on the counter one day, uh, and you see that the door jingle jangles as a... Uh, a middle-aged woman uh, wearing a nun habit enters. Uh, she smiles at you and she says, Ramona. Yes. She says, aren't you going to say hello to Mother Storybrooke? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I'm sorry. This, this is just such a, it's such a weird situation. You know what I mean? You don't have to pretend not to know me, honey. I don't know how any of this works. She says, well, this is how it works. You owe me a favor, and I've come to collect it right now. Oh, uh, yeah, do, do you want uh, another another pack of sausages, or I've got some really nice steaks that I've got right now, or... That certainly would be a nice gesture, but uh, I also have a, mm, assignment for you. Go on. And she says, uh, she says, uh, uh, a friend of mine is looking for a cook for his hunting lodge for the weekend. Oh, yeah, I can do that. I'd love to do that. Uh, they were very clear in that uh, they needed someone who was very good at butchery. Uh, so I thought of you. Yeah, oh, that, I, that's really sweet. I'd love to do that. Get away for the weekend. Cut up a deer. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and she laughs and she says, uh, yes, perhaps a deer. Uh, and, uh, she hands you a folder. All right, I take, I take the folder from her. Uh, inside the folder is a an old picture, uh, of, of a young man. Uh, he has sort of, uh, black hair swept to one side and, uh, glasses with perfectly round lenses. Uh, he's wearing a military uniform. She says, this is Sergeant Heinrich Harrison. Uh, he's much older now. This is an old photograph, but he's very secretive and very particular. It's his hunting lodge, then? It is. It's located in Elkskull, Wisconsin, just across the border. All right. Um, uh, are you going? Do you want to ride? Uh, she says, it's funny you should mention that. I also greatly admire your uh, automotive piloting, and I thought you would be so kind as to give my friend a ride, a young man uh, by the name of Arnie Heckman. Arnie Heckman. You'll be picking him up tomorrow before you go up there. He's to start work at the Harrison Hunting Lodge as a butler. Oh, yeah, that'll be great to know someone. I'm just there for the weekend, right? And she says, yes. In fact, there's another reason I'm sending you on this trip. Uh, okay. She says, Heinrich Harrison is a very dangerous man. Uh, and there are four individuals staying with him this weekend that I need you to aid them. Oh. There will come a time when they will need to escape, and I expect you to provide them with the means of getting out of that property. Whoa. 
Mother Storybrooke, this is a way... You really buried the lead on this one. She says, sorry, I like suspense. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. So we're going to be yes. trapped? She says, I hope not. It's sort of your job to make sure they're not. <sighs> All right. And she says, you'll be on the lookout for a German scientist. Mm-hmm. An electrician from the National Parcel Company. Mm-hmm. The butler you're giving a ride tomorrow. Okay. And a young woman who looks like this. He shows, uh, she shows you a picture of a woman. Appears to be in her 20s. She has curly blonde hair and is wearing a fashionable dress and coat. Oh, all right. And she says, do your job and keep a low profile. And when the time comes, get them away from that house. <sighs> I don't like this situation one bit, Mama. And she says, neither do I. That's why I need capable hands working on this situation. Well, if I'm going to be gone this weekend, do you, do you want any free cuts of meat? I can't have them here. She says, that would be lovely. And she smiles, and you can see that her teeth are somewhat pointed. Uh, okay, uh, that is all for you, Gwen. Go ahead and pop off your, uh, 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 your headphones, and we'll see you soon. Awesome, thanks. Oh, I saw the bat signal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for for uh, yeah. We we have, we developed a very cool code for uh, uh, signaling each other over Zoom while we did this. <laughs> and it will never reveal. Uh, okay, it. so Brandon Kirkman, describe me your character. All right, I'm playing Wolfgang Gestalt, uh, doctor, I should say. Uh, most importantly, uh, he is a uh, in the I guess the the Call of Cthulhu world. He'd be referred to as an alienist, which is a very old term for psychology before it was kind of reinvented in the modern one we know by psychoanalysis and other things. Um, personally, psychoanalysis really isn't that great, and Freud had a lot of issues and holes in his plots. Let's not get into that. Anyways, um, but he is... Well, you don't read us your term paper, nerd. Okay, well, no one actually... Um, so he is a old-school doctor from Germany who came over to the States to make his dream come true. It was going pretty well for a while. And uh, he's always felt confident in his abilities in a world of psychology, even though they are quickly changing and evolving around him, uh, until he and his practice fell on some hard times and he lost a lot of his accreditation because of his old kind of, we'll say, facilities and uses and methods being very questionable and not good. I'm doing quotation marks, by the way, for the people at home. Uh, so during the, I'd say, probably around the Great Depression is when this all hit him. So with the kind of recuperation and all that seeming impossible, uh, that's probably where the miracle came into place. Uh, should we describe that now? Yeah, go for it. Also, what does he look like? Uh, he is, uh, I believe, kind of in his later 30s. Uh, he's got that very classic German kind of psychological look of, or psychologist look of, kind of balding on the top with the side hair, very well kept in a kind of an auburn fashion. Uh, very, uh, I'd say, sharp looks. Not exactly handsome, but not exactly gross looking. Somewhere in between. A very forgettable face. Uh, but one that you could tell is very well educated, wearing the whole classic tweed blazer and the, with the little shoulder patches and all that. Fucking love it. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so uh, tell us about the miracle real quick. So when he was getting ready to close up his shop and basically be uh, you know, discredited and ashamed by the whole psychological world around him, uh, Mother Storybook approached him saying that she could give him everything he needed to both become a respected individual in his career and facilities 
and was given quite a large loan as well as all of the staff and things he needed. And uh, not only that, the weirder part of the miracle was that uh, not even the money did it, but it seemed like all of a sudden this word of mouth was going around where he became this sought-after kind of hot commodity of a psychologist that really seemed like he was helping people and figuring out the human psyche. So uh, one day you're sort of in your office, and uh, there's a knock at the door. Hello? Uh, uh, enter uh, a, a middle-aged woman uh, wearing a nun habit who uh, walks in and immediately sits down at a, uh, a chair at your uh, 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 a chair at your desk. Ah, Mother Storybrook. So good to see yes. you. Uh, Wolfgang, it's very nice to see you. May I fix myself a drink? Oh, of course. I would never deny such a lady. Uh, she gets up and she walks over to your bar car and pours herself almost a like full cocktail glass of whiskey from whatever you have there. Uh, and sits down, uh, uh, looking at you. Uh, uh, she smiles and she says, Now, Doctor, I was quite helpful to you, was I not? Oh, I could never deny such a thing, lady. It, uh, it truly saved the day. I, I don't know how I'd be without you now. She says, and that's the same as I feel about you now. And she takes a folder and she hands it to you. Oh, uh, is Dallas. Uh, she says, uh, please take a look. Something you might be very interested in. Uh, he opens it and it's just nude pictures of himself. Uh, very concerned <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. about this. Uh, uh, <laughs> I took these through your window. I'm <laughs> good getting pretty work, good, good, aren't work, I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what it actually is, is it's a picture of a old, uh, kind of elderly scientist. Uh, he's missing a lot of his hair, and the hair that is there is kind of long and unkempt. Uh, very Ben Franklin-esque around his head. Uh, 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 he has uh, a sort of, you can tell he's kind of like stout and short um, uh, in the picture. He's wearing a lab coat, and she goes, uh, do you know who this man is? Ooh, would, would Wolfgang know this? man roll me a uh, intelligence check oh already this is good all right let's see getting that character sheet up and that is going to Ooh, this is a good start that's an eight so I, i'm hitting it pretty hard oh here. yeah that's a really good one man oh wait what yeah, you role know exactly am i doing it for though is. uh what which uh which rolls that under though uh intelligence oh that's very good for me i'm actually at the very bottom tier yeah, well, I mean, you're a you're a well-read man. You're uh, you're up to date, especially on figures from Fantasy Chicago, which this uh, figure is. Uh, this is a picture of Doctor Gygax Gregstein. Ooh, Doctor Gygax. Uh, Dr. Uh, Gregstein is a scientist working for the Hoffman Institute, uh, which you know to be a, uh, a very important institute in the uh, in spooky Chicago. Uh, just to give you a reminder, uh, it opens soon after the Chicago fi fire. The Hoffman Institute is the premier paranormal research center in the nation, perhaps the world. Uh, it's run by a couple, uh, Heimdale and Joan Hoffman. Uh, they consider themselves curators. Uh, they bring together scientists and uh, experts on mysticism, paranormal, and the occult. Um, Heimdale is a very studious man who just mostly uh, works on the the collections of the of the Hoffman Institute. But Joan Hoffman has become a kind of a public face and uh, uh, runs now uh, several radio talk shows about the paranormal and uh, beyond. Uh, and you've heard Dr. Gygax speak on uh, this uh, show. Uh, Dr. Gygax is an expert in a burgeoning field uh, uh, known as paranormal, uh, sorry, supernatural surgery. Okay. I would say uh, with uh, Dr. Gestalt's uh, kind of snobbery, he sees it as kind of a joke, even though what he's doing is not really accurate or good anymore for psychology. <laughs> so uh, Kettle calling it black, as they would say. But he's like, <laughs> this guy's trying to do ghost shit. Uh, doesn't he know that phrenology yeah. is where it's at? <laughs> so he's like, oh, so uh, what, what do we want with this guy? Because I actually know him quite well. Uh, and uh, uh, she says, uh, 
and he knows nothing about you. Oh, interesting. Uh, and she goes, which is good, because I have been corresponding with him for several months now. Uh, and she slides another folder to you. Uh, this folder is full of papers, uh, letters, uh, images, things like that. Uh, and I've led Dr. Gregstein to believe that you are a man named Dr. David Arneson. Oh, okay. Well, I, this is getting very interesting very quick. Uh, you are a expert in blood transfusions. It's a field I know decently. And uh, she says, uh, and this weekend you'll be assisting him with uh, an experiment. Uh, He's running at uh, the Harrison Hunting Lodge in uh, Elk Skull Fantasy, uh, Spooky, Wisconsin. Okay, I would say he folds his arms and thinks about this for a second. And she can see in his mind he's wanting to say no and he doesn't like this request, but he also knows about the the miracle and the things he's been given. So it's a very solemn, like, yeah, I, I guess I cannot deny such a favor. Uh, and uh, she says, uh, you are to assist him uh, with his experiment uh, while posing as David Arneson. Do not let them know who you truly are. If Dr. Gregstein is successful in his work, I need you to take his notes and bring them to me. Okay. Oh, just writing down these notes while we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I would advise that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, there's a lot of names flying around, so I think that's good. Also, but that part does not make good for good podcasting. So, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, got all of that. So he also ruminates. It's like, yeah, I can tell this is of uh, the utmost importance. Uh, I am not a secretive man, and I usually don't do such things. But once again, if I have the alias that is needed, nothing is suspected. I, it could go well. I mean, with the human mind, is it not a contraption in stealth mission itself, if you think about it? Uh, and she she puts up a hand and she uh, you can tell she's uh, she's finished the glass of whiskey which she puts down on your desk. Ooh, thirsty. She says uh, it's time for you to give the performance of your life, Doctor Gestalt. Uh, if you fail, I can assure you that they will kill you. Yeah, just a big uh, gulp from him in, as he hears that. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, you know, one has to uh, think that they make a deal with the devil. He will come back to ask for a favor. And she she laughs and she says, "Silly, silly man, can't you see who I work for?" The uh, woman of the cloth. I hope for the the greatest power on high. <laughs> and she she stands up and she grabs her carpet bag and she starts to head to the door and she says, uh, "She says, see, performance is key." And then she walks out of your office. Fuck! <laughs> he just says to himself. Uh, that folder, that folder, that folder contains all of the credentials for Doctor Arneson, as well as the letters that they uh, exchanged uh, between Arneson and Gregstein. Uh, he just uh, whispers himself, "I'm so fucked. I'm so fucked. I'm so fucked. <laughs> fuck, fuck. Time to do some cocaine, like all psychoanalysts. Yes. The only thing Sigmund uh, okay. got the right. <laughs> and now we're going to cut to uh, we're going to cut to Spencer. So pull off your head, pull off your headphones, bud. All right, I'm here. Hello. All right, all right. Uh, tell us about your character. All right, uh, so tonight I'm going to be playing Stephen O'Doyle. Uh, he is a bank robber, and I see him as kind of, uh, just as a physical description, he, I give him about like 5'6", five, 5'7", five, like somewhere between 5'6 and 5'8". He's a kind of small guy, kind of scrawny. Short king. Yeah, he's a real short king. Um, he's, he's a little bit scrawny, but he's got that like... That like woodshed strength, where it, like it looks like he's been like chopping wood his whole life, where he you tell can you. tell he can kick your ass, but he looks like a little little mouse of a man. 
Um, and uh, so the the backstory on him is that he was orphaned as a baby, and he's just been kind of growing on the growing up on the streets of spooky Chicago, uh, begging for scraps and treats. Uh, and then he joined uh, the Warman Crime Ring, the crime family. Uh, the head of the family is Fightin' Thad Warman. Um, and in that, in there, he uh, operates as uh, one of their bank robbers. And he busts in and does his business and gets out of there. Um, he recently had a, uh, a bank robbery go awry. And uh, two other men from the crime family died. And he barely escaped with his life. And while he was uh, hiding out and trying to find a safe spot, a holy woman dressed as a nun approached him and offered him uh, shelter and food while the heat died down. Uh, and that's kind of where we last left him. All right. Well, now you're kind of uh, staying at a, a flop house, uh, kind of hiding out a little bit. Uh, still, uh, you know, a couple weeks after this incident, mm-hmm. and uh, there is a knock at the door of this uh, sort of shabby uh, uh, lodging, uh, this um, boarding house. Yeah. Um, I, well, I go to open it. And behind it is a very familiar uh, middle-aged woman dressed in a nun habit. Ah, uh, and I go, oh, Mother Storybrook. What What are you doing here? And uh, she goes, Stephen. Is that any way to welcome your savior? Oh, well, I mean, of course you're welcome here. I just don't know why you'd want to be here of all places. Do you have anything to drink? Yeah, sure. Uh, what do you want? Just whiskey would be nice. Great, because that's all I have. And he uh, pops open a, a bottle and pours her a small glass. Uh, and uh, uh, she she says, more, please. Uh, and he, yeah, he pours as much as she wants. He, he you, just, you fill it just up say one. To the brim. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do uh, you just you want the bottle? Uh, and uh, she says, actually, that would be nice. Yeah. Go, and please. she just takes the bottle and she drinks out of it continuously as uh, she's talking to you now. Uh, she hands cool. you a folder. Uh, cool. I take it. Uh, and uh, inside the folder is a uh, a picture of a man. Uh, the man is very uh, uh, um, uh, sort of dashing looking, wearing a military uniform, uh, slicked back brown, uh, like a, a black hair. Uh, you you can see he's got like a, a very aristocratic bearing. Uh, he's uh, wearing a military uniform, and above it's like a, on the center of it, he's wearing this large medallion. Uh, the medallion has a red, like a, we can't tell, it's not a colored picture, but it has a gem in the center. Um... And she says, this is Tehran Kamen. Uh-huh. He is in possession of an amulet. You'll see he's wearing it in this picture. Yeah. I would like this amulet. Do you care what happens to Tehran? Uh, and she says, um, well, I don't, but... Uh, All right, you don't have to say any more than that. And uh, and she says, uh, this weekend, uh, some friends will be gathering at a hunting lodge in Elkskull, Wisconsin. Uh, you will be there helping out with a scientist experiment, mm-hmm. uh, posing as an electrician and a driver for the National Parcel Company. I've rented you a truck for the weekend. Uh, you'll be delivering some crates of equipment uh, alongside a German scientist who's there to work on the experiment. Okay, great. Uh, she says, during the weekend, mm-hmm. abscond with the amulet and get out of there. Uh, is, is this this German guy, he's he, he's working with us? Uh, and she says, uh, uh, she just sort of shrugs and takes another swig from the bottle. And she says, hard to say sometimes. Uh, is there anyone in that room that I can trust or am I just going in and getting out? 
She says, the scientist, certainly. The scientist. Okay. Uh, uh, and, uh... Great. Uh, can I just ask, what's the... Is, is, this, is this amulet, is he going to be wearing it the whole time? Is he going to hide it? Uh, is he, do you know where it's going to be? Odds are he'll wear it the entire time. It is a treasured possession of Tehran Kamin. Should be a pretty easy mark, then. Uh, and, uh, 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 she says, uh, but be careful. All right. Is there, why do you want, you just want this necklace? And she goes, is that not enough? You know what, you're right. I owe you a big one, whatever you want. Uh, and she says, be careful. He's extremely dangerous. He's extreme. is he like, like with a gun or with his fists? Uh, go ahead and roll me an intelligence check. I'm just curious if you can, if you can do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I rolled a zero, zero, two. Oh, uh, that's very good. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm, uh, this uh, is so, the best roll of the night. I just blew it on I this. Know, so, like, uh, not to give you away anything, but other roles that have happened during this have all kind of been in the single digits. I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, impressed. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, I guess, I don't know, maybe you were hanging out at a bar and you heard this one time, or you saw it in a paper or something, or heard about it on the radio, but Tehran Kamin is a Olympic athlete. The sport is marksmanship. <laughs> okay. You couldn't have found the running guy, huh? You had to get the guy who's good with a gun? Uh, and, uh, uh, and she said, uh, and he's likely to be extremely well armed while on his hunting trip. You don't want his, you don't want his Olympic medals? Uh, and she goes, I think that uh, the one he's wearing is a, a tad more valuable than Olympic gold. All right, you know, if that's what you want, that's what you're going to get. Uh, yeah, you just leave me the, the truck and the keys and I'll just, and I'll make my way up there. She says, be out in front of the National Parcel Company tomorrow to pick up your truck. And then she sets down on the floor, because this is not a very well-furnished uh, flophouse no, apartment. No, it's a uh, bed and, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and a sink. <laughs> she sets down an empty whiskey bottle, and she gets up and heads to the door. Uh, and, I, and I just, yeah, I just before she goes, I just want to go, hey, uh, um, before you go, I uh, just want to say thanks again for everything you did for me. I'm going to make sure I do this for you. And she says, I hope you're successful, because if you're not, I'm very afraid of what Tehran Kamin will do to you. Okay, uh, well, then, and I hold up what's left in my glass, and I go, hey, to being successful, and I shoot it back. And she leaves, closing the door behind her. All right, everybody. Thank you for being patient during those fun character introductions. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, mysteries abound. Uh, so uh, we're going to go back a little bit. Uh, uh, so first thing that happens is uh, it's the next morning. And uh, uh, Arnie, you step outside your apartment building to see that there is a, you know, like a kind of a, I guess sedan's not the right word for it, but a 1930s just sort of driving automobile is out in front of your, 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 uh, your apartment. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, sitting in sitting in the driver's seat is a uh, a woman in uh, like um I mean just kind of a work, worker's clothes. Uh, uh, she has a uh, shoulder length blonde hair. Uh, uh, and this is the first time that you're meeting Ramona Mincher. Ah. Uh, all right. Yeah. I just I give a little toot toot on the horn. 
But it's a spooky show, so I'm going to go, boop, boop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in, in spooky Chicago, all car horns are like pipe organs. It's like, da, 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 da. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I'll reach my arm through the window and ah. for a handshake. <laughs> uh, Arnie, Arnie, Arnie Heckman. Uh, pleasure to meet you, ma'am. Uh, hi, Arnie. Uh, I'm Remy. Uh, I'm scared for this weekend, and I got weird information from Mother Storybrooke. How are you? I'm good. Uh, passenger seat okay? Yeah. Okay, I'll hop in. Okay. Uh, uh, so, um... Roll the hop, please. Fall in love, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry about that weird intro. I just, um... <laughs> this, this is kind of weird, right? I'm not the only one who thinks this is kind of weird. I uh, yeah, it's... Ramona, you said your name yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can call me Remy. Okay. I'll call you Remy. Uh, you you can just call me Arnie. 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 That's, that's nice. Yeah. Is it short for anything? Um, I guess it's short for Arnie Heckman. <laughs> you're, a, you're a funny one, Arnie, and <laughs> I just bop him on the shoulder. Ah. <laughs> They're already uh, falling in love. Thanks. Okay, it's a love All right. story. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, should we get going? I yeah, yes. I'm. I I hope you know the way, cause uh, <laughs> you're driving. Oh you yeah, do. we're going to Elk Skull. <laughs> Elk Skull, Wisconsin. Yeah. Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin. It's wow. spooky. Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is scary. I haven't been out there in a few years. Oh okay. I. Uh, do, do you like music? <laughs> and I whip out a phonograph. <laughs> well, uh, I, I will say, because I did look this up, uh, uh, the car radio was invented before 1936. And we'll say that as the owner of a business, you can afford a a, a, a real Motorola uh, uh, radio for your car. Whoa. No oh, way. sick. I still kind of want to have a phonograph in the backseat. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, yeah, sure, whatever, fuck it. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't no, work, because it it's not a self-powering Remy technology. plays the fiddle <laughs> as you drive. <laughs> no, 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 I'll have a car radio. Uh, I've got a theremin going in the corner. All right, I pop that bad boy on, and... All right, Arnie, you pick the station. It's um... like three of them. 69 FM. Yeah, I don't know. As you turn on some uh, some uh, some hot jams or whatever the uh, the 1936 equivalent is, uh, we're gonna cut Bob now and to tunes. Uh, 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 um, Doctor Gestalt. You step outside of your office as a kind of beat up uh, large truck, a uh, shipping truck uh, with an MPC on the side, a national parcel company, uh, pulls up, uh, being driven by. By a, uh, a young man wearing a, a National Parcel Company uh, uh, uniform. Uh, and hello. this is the first time that you meet uh, that you meet uh, Stephen. And he blows oh, yeah. you a kiss. Whoa! No, 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 no. <laughs> he uh, keeps yeah, that I, to himself. I uh, I knock on the window. Uh, hello, hello. Uh, yeah, and I read. I like reach all the. He, I assume he's over at the passenger window, yeah. so I just like lean over and roll it all the way down and go, "Hey, how you doing?" Oh, such good manners, uh, Mr. Artisan. What's your name? Huh? Mi- oh, I'm Mr. Artisan. Nice to meet you, Mr. Artisan. Yes. Okay. Hey, I'm Steven. I'm giving oh. you a ride, huh? Uh, yes. Uh, I believe we have a fun weekend ahead of us. Uh, Wisconsin. 
uh, Wisconsin, I believe is how uh, it's pronounced. Yes, I said the W. It's very, very clear. Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, here, just jump on in. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, do you want to tell me about yourself? Uh, my name is Steven, and I work for NPC Inc. All right, they fall in love now. Yeah, we that. start kissing. We furiously <laughs> make <laughs> out. You're welcome to fall in love if you desperately want to. No, no, it has to be natural. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't force it, Hobart, okay? I'm not forcing it. You're the ones that every scene. It seems like you're forcing it. Yeah, Hobart, okay. it's a little aggressive, okay? So tell me, uh, Steven, do you, do you like your job? Uh, you know, I gotta admit, it's a pretty new job for me, so uh, no complaints just yet. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, tell me, tell me, what were you doing before this? Uh, what was I doing before this? Imports, exports. Okay, well, I, you know, it's a very familiar industry to me as well. Yeah, well, uh, what we do you talk do? Is, oh, I, uh, oh, I imports, would, I would ass- exports. I would assume I went over all the notes I have for my my thing. Uh, you're going to need to continue to work on that during the trip, because uh, it is a great deal of a uh, um, uh, uh, volume of information. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and make me a, uh, you have like a library use or research, what's the equivalent on your page? Mine would be, seeing if there's a research, not seeing that, so I'm going to guess it's the library one. Uh, yeah, use li- library use. Yep, library, oh, um, great, it's a 20. Good luck. You never know. Yeah, that's uh, 58, so that's over. Okay, Aww. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it was a little... Uh, I mean, you're a psychologist. Well, you're, you're uh, you know, uh, uh, by trade. So uh, this is a little bit of a new field Secret. for you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you're trying to gain this information, but you do know the, the basics of uh, that you are an expert in blood transfusions. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I'm a doctor renowned in my field. I work in blood transfusions and, uh, you know, just going up for a little research, see what's going to happen. No, no big deal. You're a doctor? I am. Uh, is that similar in any way to a scientist? Uh, actually, they are the same and uh, different at the same time, if that makes any sense to you. I mean, it makes sense, but it doesn't help. Um... Oh, this is going to be a very long card. Listen, I'll, le- I'll level with you. Uh, do you have you any... Uh, well, I guess I guess what I'll ask you is, uh, do you consider yourself a religious man in any way? Oof, that is a loaded question, but I would say no. So you we don't are... know any nuns in the city? Uh, yeah, he's definitely not going to reveal that, because he'd... Uh, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, he's just going to say I... Uh, feel that we are born into the void and eventually we leave the void, uh, but we can do everything with one another to comfort that until it happens. Alright, well, you know, I was, I, I went to St. Saint, uh, uh, Margaret's school for uh, boys, and uh, <laughs> so that's why I know nuns, no other reasons. Yeah, I guess that's what they would say would be uh, none of your business. Oh hey. my god. That's, that's Somebody had yeah, that, With that, we're cutting back you to Ramona. I was going to avoid on. that pun with all that okay. void oh, talk. But see you know. what you did. And yeah. then we just start making out. We just start yeah, going to town on each other. Oh, oh can, well, can it cut driving. over? 
Can it come? Oh, yeah. I pull out my phonograph in the back seat. (laughs) Yes! There's no back seat. This is a crappy uh, shipping truck. Full of phonographs, and they're all playing. Yeah, this is, uh, as you all found out, this is going to be fun. I have to do a vague German accent the whole episode. So let's see how it it. goes. I'm just trying to do somewhere between uh, Brooklyn and Chicago. Uh, I'm going to waver extremely. Tough guy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm from Akron. Uh, all right, so we're cutting back to uh, uh, to Arnie and uh, Ramona. Uh, we'll say that like uh, uh, you know, it's like an hour, uh, you know, two hour drive. Uh, uh, y'all have uh, elapsed certainly uh, uh, most of the time listening to music and chatting. So the scene starts and they're putting their clothes back on. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, do you want a Such steak a bite? A I got steak? some cooked. Yeah, I got some cooked steaks in the back. I had to bring them. <laughs> Oh, I want to bring that car. Dang it. Yeah. What? I want to bring steak cars. I I got some cooked steaks. I couldn't leave them in my shop over the weekend. I didn't want them to go bad. Oh, uh, I mean, do you have utensils? No, no, they're steak bites. Oh, the pre- pre Pre-cut. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, are you a vegetarian or something? Uh, no, big, I eat. I love meat. Steak is my favorite. Um, I feel like you're lying to me. I would no. I <laughs> you not want my steak bites. No, I want them more. I want them more than anything in the world. Uh, please, Aww. please give me your steak bites. <laughs> and I just, I toss a few loose steak cubes at Arnie. <laughs> oh, I love that. Is this oh. your ball bearings for this episode? It is indeed. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, uh, as you drive, uh, you see out uh, the window up ahead uh, signs, <laughs> and now uh, uh, you're getting close to a allotted a, 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 a uh, uh, kind of tourist attraction uh, called uh, uh, Harrison's Cheese Fort. Ah. That's very- well, I was there. <laughs> do, you, do you want to go in the cheese fort? <laughs> well, I, well, I want to. I think we should probably keep going where we're going. Maybe you know, on the way back. If you're driving me back home, maybe uh, maybe we'll stop. You know, I hear fort. in Philadelphia they put cheese all over the steak. I think that's I think that's messed up. I think a steak is fine on its own. And I speed I, up the car and I, zoom I, past woo! it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love the, the the steak versus cheese war. Is what we're doing here. It's already begun. Uh, okay, uh, uh, so yeah, uh, after a little bit, uh, um, uh, uh, sorry, uh, coming back to the doctor and uh, uh, Stephen. Uh, after a while, you you start to pass by the same sign. Uh, cheese. The you, food of you, my people. <laughs> you you like you like cheese. Well, you know, it's uh, actually very interesting. You see, a lot of Wisconsin comes from <laughs> German. Yeah, it's, he's still got a lot of Maxwell traits. You're not free. Yeah, I'm surprised his name isn't Spooky Maxwell. <laughs> uh, but the uh, the people of Wisconsin, they're actually most of German descent. It's of uh, my people too. You see, a lot of our culture is kind of permeated over the years. You have the cheeses, you have the sausages, uh, the Wiener schnitzels. It, all of it's very, it's close, but uh, not quite home. It's you a, pass by the cheese fork. Yeah, do I have to roll for sanity during any <laughs> yeah. of this, sir? <laughs> no, I, don't, I thought it was very nice. He's very, trying to share his very sweet, sweet cheese talk. Uh, He's trying to share his history with you while still lying to you about who he is. Don't say that part. <laughs> you kind of know. <laughs> 
Um, anyways, yeah, they, they would pass by. He wouldn't say to stop or anything either, so... Yeah, uh, I think my my character also wouldn't. He'd just be like, yeah, let's go. I mean, if you want to stop, we can stop, but otherwise I'm going to keep plowing ahead, huh? Uh, it's uh, one of these new trends you see I've uh, read about in the paper, especially about uh, psychology in the mind. Uh, tourist traps, they... They allure you into coming and buying all these weird trinkets and things you don't need. Uh, really a waste. It's uh, You'll see the most despicable people there. <laughs> Do you want to stop to see them? <laughs> <laughs> Me? Not particularly. I'll stop if you want to stop. Otherwise, I'm going to keep on zooming. Uh, we should get going. I'm a bit of a people watcher, but uh, we need to get there. Yeah, there's plenty of people uh, there to walk. Beep, beep, out of my way! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, go ahead and roll me uh, your uh, uh, drive auto scores, uh, both uh, Ramona and Steven. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, bad. We wish. This isn't where I'm going to start blowing those points, so I got a 55. Uh, okay. Uh, what's, your, what's your score? 55 out of, out of 40. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm over it. Um, I'm totally over it. I'm just totally over it now. <laughs> All right, I got a, I got a 43, and my drive auto is 50. Oh, nice! Oh, you got under nice. it. Uh, so yeah, you have no trouble uh, navigating. Uh, you head toward a, a kind of like a rural area. This uh, you go past the town of Elkskull and into the kind of rural uh, uh, farmlands around the area, toward a kind of a, a wooded area where there's a long country road. Uh, the sign outside says Bray Road. Uh, and you drive up Bray Road. Um, uh, Steven, you missed the exit a couple times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ended up getting there a little late. Uh, but uh, first, Ramona and... Um Ramona and Arnie arrive at uh, this tall, uh, in the, deep in the woods, past down a Bray Road, a great distance. There is a gigantic hunting lodge. Uh, uh, you see, like, fields and hills stretch out behind it. The forest, uh, kind of in the road area, of, you know, in front of it, uh, uh, leading out to this kind of, like, wide-open clearing where this large, sort of, German Tudor-style mansion is built. Uh, uh, the sign outside says, uh, the Harrisons. Whew. That's, uh... <laughs> That is quite, quite the home. Uh, as you approach, uh, a man comes out onto the porch, uh, well, the steps outside, uh, and walking down the steps. Uh, uh, he's very sort of like kind of energetic and quick. Uh, uh, he's wearing a military uniform uh, of uh, unusual coloring. Uh, the, the jacket is a deep, deep red uh, with uh, blue piping uh, on the kind of uh, shoulders and arms. Uh, and then he's wearing black pants with a green stripe uh, down the front of the legs. Uh, he's got a bunch of medals on his chest, and he wears a large gold medallion with a red gemstone in the center. Uh, he's got like sort—he's got a tan brown skin, and his hair is slicked back in black. Uh, uh, he smiles broadly at you uh, as he uh, as he as he approaches uh, and extends a hand uh, uh, to um, to Arnie. Uh, does uh, he look like the man in the photo? He does not resemble the man in the photo. <laughs> oh. uh, I uh, yeah, I'll extend my hand back to him. Say uh, uh, and, and Arnie Heckman. Uh, and uh, he shakes your hand and he says, Charmed to meet you. My name is Turan Kamin. Uh, well, uh, pleasure to meet you, Mr. Kamin. Uh, happy, happy to be here to help out for the weekend. And he says, You look like a good, strong man. Very good to have <laughs> you around. 
Uh, yeah. And he says, and, and he peers into the, the thing. As he's peering into the car window looking at you, Ramona, uh, there is uh, another figure walking the stairs. This is a tall, uh, a very muscular man uh, uh, wearing like a, a scrubs uh, or like a, a 1930s equivalent. He's dressed like an orderly, basically, a kind of white outfit on. Uh, and he has a shaved head and a, a very noticeable scar all the way around the top of his head. Uh, and the man just sort of uh, stops uh, stops there, and uh, uh, Tehran smiles at you, and he says, you must be the new cook. That's me, and I take a bite <laughs> off a steak chunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, he, he sniffs, and he says, is that steak you're eating? Would you like some? And he says, I'd love some. It, it is uh, actually pretty good. Yeah, it's good car steak. <laughs> Thank you, and I hold up my little bag of meats. Uh, go ahead and make me yeah, a roll with bag. your cookery. Yeah, meat roll, please. You have a cookery score. I want to see how good this steak actually is. All right, let's do it. it oh, no. oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's an 84, and my cookery is a 50. You're allowed. You're allowed to. You're allowed to push if you'd like to. If you'd like to take our first. So in Call of Cthulhu, if you if you fail a roll, you are allowed to push your luck and try again and roll. If you fail again, there will be repercussions. I mean, eighty four is really bad. Oof. But could it get worse? Yeah, I mean, it, it always me. could get worse. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do Call that a few Cthulhu, times, or baby. just? So I get you can do it one time. In the whole game? Oh, no, oh, oh, no, no, no. You can do it as many times as you want to during the game, but only once per action. Okay. Um, once per event. I have to, I have to re-roll that. I have oh, to no. re-roll that. You're about to Go meat for poison it. somebody. Yeah. <laughs> get him. Poison him. Okay, thank God. It's a 56 this time, which is much better. Um, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use, like, six of my luck points to get it down to 50. Okay, so look, go ahead and mark that off on your sheet. Right. Uh, so uh, once again, also, that's a mechanic in Call of Cthulhu is that you have a pool of luck points you can draw from to alter your your, your luck. Uh, our characters all have a 20 uh, to, to use during this game, so you blow six of them. Not blow, that's a good thing to do. I like that you uh, used it just on a guy. point of pride, just to yeah. make sure yeah. they liked you <laughs> really good. So you're going through this little this bag you've brought. First impressions, cooking... you know? Yeah, yeah this no. bag of meat chunks you've cut, and you almost select one that is purely gristle but then you find a real nice one with a nice there sear on go. the side and oh. you offer it to mr uh come in who takes it and chews it thoughtfully and says damn this is good <laughs> and uh and he smiles and he says ted help them unload uh, i'm sure you're going to do much better than the last <laughs> and he turns and begins to head inside jeepers uh, i'd say jeepers creepers even well, <laughs> uh, 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 so uh, you guys go inside. Uh, uh, go ahead, and uh, since our characters are first hard to ride, load up roll twenty. Uh, we have Ooh. a uh, 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 we'll load up your 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 map holder. I don't know why I gave. Uh, I love giving free commercial to roll twenty. <laughs> I mean, it's a free service. They definitely maybe they'll it. yeah maybe they'll pay uh, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One day, one day. Uh, if you want a good Call of Cthulhu podcast, uh, once a year. <laughs> uh, this is the interior of the Harrison Hunting Lodge. Uh, you enter in to see that the first room, uh, if you look, uh, I'll go ahead and just uh, uh, kind of do some uh, shining here. Um, 
Uh, you enter a large solarium with a, b a bunch of bonsai trees arranged around a fountain in the center here. Uh, the walls are all kind of wooden and very Tudor, but you see that uh, the top of this Tudor mansion has been replaced entirely with glass, uh, letting this area receive just like a, a lot of light. It's getting a little dim now, but uh, you can tell it's uh, probably quite beautiful during the day. Um, uh, sort of uh, Ted uh, marches off toward this staircase with your luggage, uh, and um, uh, uh, Mr. Common smiles at you, and he says, uh, if you'd like to stay stand right here. I, I will go see if Sergeant Harrison would like to speak with you. Oh, oh, oh. oh all right. <laughs> Sounds good. And uh, oh, uh, he, he, he turns and exits. Uh, uh, now we're going to say that another car arrives. Uh, the large van of uh, uh, the, the NPC logo on the side uh, showing up a little later after you got a little lost. Yeah, and uh, I'm turning to the doctor and I'm just like, I mean, how am I supposed to see that sign? It's so small. I, I drove past it like three times. Listen, we're we're only human. It's perfectly fine. Uh, no issues. Okay. You can tell if you're watching him too. He's just kind of sitting there, looking out the window, thinking to himself. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's lost in his own thoughts, so he doesn't even really mind that. Roll me another library use, uh, uh, Doctor. Oh yes. Okay. I oh, almost I almost one. reach out to put my hand on my on your thigh, and then I go, oh, no. Oh. oh, this is a very good and interesting. I got a twenty right on my twenty for this skill. Twenty on your that twenty. That would be a success. Uh, so you 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 uh, learn a little bit more about your thing. Kind of. Why am I so bad at reading, memory? by the way? Uh, uh, huh? <laughs> Why am I so bad at reading as a doctor? I don't know. It's, I don't. Maybe you're too you're too skittish. Uh, yeah. Never never were great at doing a, doing the book part. Uh, but uh, okay, so we'll say that with that, uh, you get a pretty good handle on uh, who you think who who Doctor Gregstein thinks you are. Uh, you're Dr. David Arneson. Uh, you're an expert in blood transfusions. You you kind of go over some procedures. There's like some papers and stuff about transfusing blood. Uh, uh, you, you in particular kind of uh, uh, learn... Um, uh, you, you learn about uh, the, the Moss blood typing technique, uh, the work of Dr. William Halstead, uh, some talking points and uh, some strategies that will be useful to you should anyone make you put your money where your mouth is when it comes to actually doing medicine. Put your blood yeah. where your mouth is. I think to make it fun, uh, you, you'll all find out his backstory a little bit more as it's revealed if I choose to, but uh, it does kind of go hand in hand with his field where he was doing some bloodletting techniques a little bit, so he connects the dots, stuff he could do. Okay, well, yeah, very good. You're, you're, you're uh, use your, yeah, you, you connect some of your, your known uh, medical uh, uh, information to some of the stuff in this paper and get a good handle on what you're supposed to be yeah. doing. Also, uh, would, okay. when he's reading it, just because I got the 20, would he also be able to tell if Dr. Arson is a man of, like, European descent, too, or would it be weird for him to have his accent? Uh, Dr. Arneson uh, appears to be, based on uh, the uh, description you're reading, from America. <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> Uh, uh, however, Hello, you, I would like a beef, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. you can choose to disguise your accent or not. Uh, your choice. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, you you two will walk up once again. You arrive here. See, there's a car outside uh, this house. A sort of a you know nice driving around car. It's a nice uh, you know mid 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 ranged car. Uh, and you also see that uh, there is this large uh, sort of a German Tudor style mansion. Uh, you uh, step inside the door. Uh, the door's open as you approach. Uh, and when you step inside side you see that there is this sort of garden of these bonsai trees and a fountain uh and uh, there's also kind of a nervous looking uh a uh, 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 younger guy and a woman uh where with a uh, shoulder length blonde hair standing there oh uh and that would be the rest of you yeah <laughs> i just you're all oh, together me? now I, I go hey uh do huh. any of you do any of you live here 
Or no, no. <laughs> wow, I wish. <laughs> are you uh, all visitors here? Oh, uh, are um, you are you French? <laughs> no, I am from America. Uh, so nice to meet you. And, and I, I, look I, to, I just look over at him and I go, "What the hell are you doing?" Uh, this is my friend that I drove up here with. Uh, are you here with the as the staff or visitors? Uh, oh, staff. staff? <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no, we're staff. We're staff. <laughs> yeah. staff. My my name's Remy. It's nice to meet you. Okay. Well, then, in that case, I just want to remind you, I am uh, once again Doctor Artisan, and this is my friend. And then I looked at my notes, Stephen. What? <laughs> uh, Doc, Stephen, pleasure. Hey, I, Arnie Heckman. How you doing? Yeah, and I, I reach out and shake both of your hands, and I'm, and yeah, I'm very excited to meet two of the other workers there. Yeah, what are you? What are you? You here to to work as well? Uh, ah. yeah, I'm a, I'm an electrician. Ah, ah, uh, I got my fingers in sockets and such. Hey, that's kind of cool. Hey, I I I kind of want to be uh a little candid with everybody here. Uh. Did this come about uh, in a in a weird way for anyone else? I mean, not what not do you, you mean. Did you did you apply for this job or were you like applied at? Uh, I was recommended. Yeah, uh, Gestalt's gonna think it over a little bit and then he decides after Stephen told him the information on the car is like, were you all approached by a nun as well? Well, that's none of your business. <sighs> Oh, your own medicine's so bitter. Yeah. So bitter. You know I think we might have found the episode title. Yeah. yeah. I, um, yeah, I was. I was. And yeah, I'm weirded he, he, out. All right, he's going to drop his accent. Oh, thank God. I can talk normally again. Uh, this is my real accent, of course. Uh, but <laughs> I do a spit take. What? Uh, okay, that wasn't uh, your real accent? Uh, no, it's a it's a long story. But if anybody asks, I am Doctor Artisan, and I was born in America, so that is very important. Let's not forget that. Uh, but I was approached by a nun too. I am actually a, a man of science, uh, alienist, if you will. They've changed the term to psychologist nowadays. But uh, I'm here to retrieve documents. But I have to pose to be a doctor of bloodletting and uh, blood transfusions. Hey, do you guys want to like step outside while we uh, declare our secret motives, or do you guys? Oh, I mean, oh that's the truth. <laughs> you, start to, you start to you start to hear a uh, sound approaching you. Okay. Uh, uh, and coming across uh, this, uh, um, like right here from this hallway here, uh, there is uh, a number of figures walking. You hear the clatter of crutches as they turn uh, turn the corner, and you see that it is the very tall, muscular man uh, that you two saw earlier uh, with the uh, um, uh, scar around his head, and he is helping a man who's walking on crutches. Uh, this man is uh, also uh, sort of very nicely dressed, uh, uh, but in uh, uh, wearing round uh, uh, lenses, lens glasses. Uh, his hair is a uh, 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 not 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 stark white, but kind of like a yellowed white, um, and he looks very ill. Uh, he's walking with the crutches, and you can tell he's having a lot of trouble. The man is uh, the, the the tall man uh, who you heard identified as Ted is helping him along his way, and uh, he needs to pause frequently before he keeps walking. And uh, um, next to him uh, is a tall man. 
uh, in a military uniform, uh, the red and blue military uniform. It's uh, Tehran Kamen, uh, this uh, figure that uh, others of you are just meeting for the first time. Uh, he's wearing full military dress with medals on his chest, a big medallion around his neck. Uh, and uh, 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 the, the, uh, the, the figure with the crutches stops, and he sort of uh, gestures to you a little weakly, kind of like a, a little salute, and he says, Hello. Welcome to my home. My name is Heinrich Harrison, and I am so pleased that you could join me. Uh, Happy uh, to be pleasure, here, Mr. Harrison. Yeah, really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, he says, uh, uh, he says, Doctor, <laughs> Doctor Greg Steen. It's looking forward to meeting you. He's been going on about it all week. Uh, you must be, and he sort of looks to you, Ramon, and he says, you must be Miss Mincher. Yes, that's me. <laughs> Mincher's meats. Eat them and you. weep. <laughs> <laughs> he sort of, he looks, uh, he looks a little confused at this for a second, and then he says, I've heard you're a very good butcher. And an even better, yes, yes, I am a good butcher. That's it, yes, <laughs> thank you. And he says, he says, in the back room, in the, in the kitchen, the storage, you'll find there are s- six cattle carcasses. Six cattle carcasses. Six cattle Great. carcasses. Six cattle carcasses. I will need these all processed. Oh, all six of them? Yes. I'll, I'll get to work. <laughs> Thank you. And I... Would like to have dinner around six. Uh, do you like whole cattle? Uh, and he I says, cattle whole. <laughs> <laughs> Please do not serve the six cattle carcasses. Those are for a guest. All right, I'll get to work. Do you like Philly uh, cheesesteaks? Uh, and he says, <laughs> "Yeah, how do you feel about cheese on them, meat?" Actually, uh, and he turns to uh, to you, Arnie, and he says, "You must be the new uh, house man." Uh, yep, uh, that's me. Pleasure to pleasure to be You'll here and help find out. A, a uniform in the kitchen for you. Okay. After that, I would like you to serve drinks in the parlor. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and then he looks to you, uh, uh, Stephen, and he says, Ted, we'll help you to unload the truck. Thank you, sir. And he says, Doctor, this way, please. Of course. Uh, and he goes off uh, on his crutches. Uh, Ted kind of uh, splitting off to, uh, to assist you, uh, Stephen, and uh, Doctor uh, Mr. Kamen uh, helping uh, uh, the, the uh, sergeant back to uh, the, this, uh, down this hallway. Uh, does everyone go about their separate business? Yeah, I'll head towards the, the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you head back to the kitchen uh, with uh, Ramona, and uh, I will go ahead and show you the kitchen on your map. <gasps> show me the kitchen. Show uh, me show the me kitchen. Those carcasses. Give me the. Uh, I do not. I do, there is there is no carcasses visible in this thing. I'm sorry. I didn't oh. give you that much immersion. <laughs> oh, it's just, okay. I brought my own. Yeah. Feel free to just look at me if you want to look at a carcass. Hey. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Ooh, uh, it's all the way up there. Yeah, yeah, it's around the way. 
Oh, I'm gonna be so exhausted by the time. Uh, so, uh, 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 and I'll, I'll go ahead and show you some more. I think we can reveal some more of this uh, space here. Uh, we've got a dining room right here. <laughs> It'd be funny if you do keep it blank, and the the story behind it is they blindfold us each time they take us to a room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, you sort of uh, are led through like a, a side mm. passage that gets you back here to the kitchen. Um, okay. Uh, yummy. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, in the kitchen, you'll find that here in this the storage room, there is indeed a uh, six freshly killed cattle carcasses. Freshly killed cattle carcasses. Freshly, freshly killed, killed cattle carcasses. carcasses. No, no cattle. Um, do I find my uniform back there? Mm-hmm. Does it fit? <laughs> oh, yes. It's too small it's almost and you as if someone sent in your, uh, <laughs> Almost as if someone sent in your dimensions. That's fair. It's probably uh, pretty easy to find them. You know, my baseball card's coming out any day now. Oh! Sure. 69, 69, 69. Arnie! Yeah. Are you a baseball player? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'm a, I play for the Owlbears, but, uh, you know, uh, coach is going to put me in any season now. <laughs> oh! Arnie, that, that's awesome. I'm sorry. I, I don't do any sort of sports at all. Uh,. I didn't. I'm sorry, I didn't recognize you. That's got to be. It's got to be refreshing for someone so famous. I bet. Yeah, you know, it's nice to get out of the city. Uh, clear my head. Uh, you know, it's nice. You need sometimes. I don't like need a second job, but sometimes it's you know nice to keep yourself busy. Yeah. Hey, no. This I, economy. I hear that fame can actually be... the economy is very bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Notoriously. <laughs> Right now, it's very, it's not great. Uh, 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 okay, so while you guys are getting all set up in the back, uh, whatever you decide to do, go ahead and think about anything you want to do with your business. Um, uh, just, I will go ahead and just uh, not to, not, I'm not, not trying to, uh, just, to, just give you uh, just a light keeper tip. Uh, uh, this is your chance to masquerade as the help. <laughs> so uh, uh, now we cut to uh, Ted and uh, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you've sort of gotten a big crate from uh, the back of uh, the truck uh, that was in there when you arrived and picked up this truck from NPC. Uh, the um, uh, Ted sort of uh, unloads it into a big dolly and he's just sort of lifting it. You see that Ted is uh, uh, very strong and very quiet. Um, I want to do... Um... Uh, spot hidden on Ted. Go for it. Uh, okay, I keep rearranging my dice. <laughs> oh, excellent. I got an 18 out of 70. 18 out of 70? Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah uh, I that's, mean... uh, my next thing was 35, so yeah. Uh, the man is, uh, yeah, he's wearing an orderly's uniform, a sort of white orderly's uniform like you'd see it in many a hospital. Uh, uh, he is very, like, seems very physically strong, uh, and, uh, seems to have had his, uh, yeah, there was, like, his head is shaved, and, uh, there is this large scar going all the way around, uh, the top of his head. Uh, how, how, can I tell, like, how recent the scar is? Uh, I mean, the last couple of years. Okay. Uh, great. Yeah, I don't want to say anything about it, I just, I'm polite. Um... Uh... <laughs> Tell me about your weird scar, my guy. No, um, yeah, I, and I just help him with that box. Uh, and uh, he sort of just like pull, you know, sort of like lugs it into the uh, room and uh, uh, takes it to uh, this back hallway. Uh, you kind of already been left in here, but now you enter with Ted uh, uh, into the parlor. Uh, so let me show you the parlor. Uh, I hope they have a fainting chamber. Chamber. Yeah, they they always got chambers in these mansions. Ooh, fainting the parlor. 
Okay, there's some spooky stuff here in the parlor. Uh, so yeah, when you enter the parlor, you see it's this very nice, well-appointed parlor. Uh, leather uh, furniture, uh, nice tables, uh, uh, two suits of armor in the back corner. Uh, uh, there is a large uh, pipe organ there, uh, kind of built into the house. Cool. Uh, very, very uh, elegant looking. You see that the tables here, these these two tables, uh, are covered with board games and little figurines and toys. Um, and uh, I guess probably the, the headline of this room uh, is that there is two operating tables and a shit ton of very fantastical looking equipment set up along in the back corner. In the parlor? Yeah. Ugh. It's a creepy. Um, uh, is, is, is Ted still with me? Is he still lugging that box around? Yeah, Ted takes it through this door here. Oh, so he's gone? Yeah. Um... And you see that sitting in these chairs are uh, 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 this uh, Sergeant Harrison, Sergeant Einrich Harrison, uh, 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 Mr. Kamen, uh, and uh, Dr. Uh, Arneson. Um, uh, okay, well, yeah, I guess then, uh, so I'm probably just like right around here. Uh, where would you say I am? Just like right around I'll here? I'll say that when you, enter, when you enter in, you can be like over here. Yeah, somewhere in this region. Yeah, where are you pointing to? Um, okay. Uh, I want to go to go towards the door where, that Ted just went through. Um, but then I want to kind of st- I, I, I want to make it look like I'm standing and waiting for him. Um, but I want to be listening into these three. Okay, cool. So you go and you wait right here to position yourself to listen. Uh, and as you get right here, uh, this door opens again, and a, a man walks out, flanked by uh, two lab assistants. Uh, they're both wearing uh, lab coats and like uh, you know, kind of plain clothes. Uh, uh, the two lab assistants are um, uh, one uh, ha- is a, uh, a kind of a you know, early, late twenties man. Uh, he's wearing a, a sort of a thick rim glasses, uh, and his hair is cut in a, a strange bowl cut fashion. Uh, the other one is a uh, woman. Uh, she's wearing a sort of a thick framed glasses, and her hair is cut in a strange bowl cut fashion. Uh, for uh, all intents and purposes, it's extremely hard to tell these two people apart. Yeah, oh, uh, and they're flanked, around, uh, they're flanked around. They're flanked around a very short man. He's a, a short man with kind of uh, a, a small, disheveled scientist. Uh, he looks like he's to be in his uh, ni- he looks to be in his sixties, but his constant grin and his sort of fidgeting kind of makes him seem like almost childlike. Uh, uh, he's got kind of a un- 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 lost most of his hair, but what's left is sort of long and unkempt around the sides, kind of Ben Franklin style. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's dressed in a lab coat, uh, but he wears several bits of incongruous western wear. Uh, in particular, <laughs> he's wearing a bolo tie and cowboy boots. Uh, uh-huh. uh, the, the, he, uh, he quickly kind of, uh, when he walks in, he gets really excited, and he walks over to uh, you, Dr. Arneson, and he extends a hand, and he says, Dr. Arneson, I presume? Oh, you must be Dr. Gregstein, I also presume. And he says, it is so nice to meet in person. Thank you, the pleasure is all mine. <laughs> no, you you have no idea how happy this makes me. Does uh, it, uh, I, I have so, so much to show you. Does it uh, get your blood boiling? <laughs> Little joke. <laughs> and he says, that, that, is, that is very funny. That's, very, that's a good one. <laughs> he just uh, entirely thinks, no, it's not. It is not. <laughs> uh, he's really losing his mind. Uh, uh, and he says, we have much to discuss before tomorrow. Uh, is this, uh, is this your, your man? And he points to, to Stephen. Uh, actually, yes, we came up together. Oh, uh, and he's. Uh, I'm I'm the electrician. 
and he turns and he says, Ah, very, very good, very good. Uh, uh, that that crate uh, uh, that came in, uh, you should know what to do with that then. Uh, uh, yeah, yes, sir. And so then I, I then just go into the room where the crate is. Okay, very good. Uh, uh, you two, uh, uh, Arnie and uh, 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 Ramona, you want to do anything right now? Uh, yeah, I was told to oh. go serve drinks in the parlor. So I will go do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you, you, you step in from uh, this uh, dining room. You walk through a dining room to get toward the parlor. Uh, you step in and see this, this very nice parlor with everyone sitting around. Uh, 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 Dr. Gregstein's now just sort of standing here, pacing back and forth. Uh, 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 and um, uh, he, he sees you come in and he says, oh, good. A, a new butler. Uh, yes, you may come. Yeah, my name's Arnie. Um, I'm here to help out with uh, whatever you need. Uh, okay. Uh, and, uh, uh, you see that, uh, uh, Einrich kind of, uh, takes, like, a deep breath, and he says, I would like a <clears throat> old-fashioned, if I could get one. Oh, uh, no problem. And he says, Doctor? Oh, I will have an American beer. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, the old style it is. <laughs> ah, I guess the oldest style. Great choice. The eerie style in, in <laughs> okay, Chicago. Oh, I like that a lot. When uh, eerie style, and... instead of it tasting like ash, it tastes like bones. Ooh. Bones! And, uh, uh, the Dr. Gregstein orders as well, uh, uh, and... Um, um, uh, do, uh, Mr. Kamin sort of just uh, waves waves you off for now. Um, uh, uh, sort of keeping a, a look around the room. You see, he keeps like sort of scanning the room. Uh, 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 the uh, as you're standing there, Arnie taking the drink order. Uh, uh, Doctor Gregstein is looking at you, and he smiles, and he's just staring at you for a second. Uh, I smile back. Uh, and, and he he says he says. You know, you have a very familiar face. I lean Uh-oh. in and I say, you know, I get that a lot. Uh, okay. Uh, hold, on one, hold on one second, I'm just gonna make a little roll. Oh no. Uh, and, uh, uh, he just smiles at you, uh, and, uh, he says, he says, well, welcome to the, welcome to the lodge. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, let me, um, is this, are these the only people in this room? Uh, uh yeah, they're, well, yeah, they're, other than the, the science, the science uh, assistants working in the back room. Uh, you see that, uh, they kind of have gone back there and taken Steven with them. So, uh, and th- from the way that uh, Mr. Kamen is staring at you, you can kind of gather that you can go now. Yeah, yeah I'll go, uh. Go fix these up. Uh, and uh, 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 Mr. Harrison says, uh, Sergeant Harrison says, uh, we, will, we will be taking our drinks in the trophy room. I have something I'd like the doctor to see. Excellent. Uh, trophy room. Uh, be just just one minute. And uh, he smiles at you and he says, Arnie, you're an absolute treat. Excellent. I give a little bow and uh, <laughs> head back. Um, as they head off, too, I, I do ask real quick. Oh, actually, I was wondering, uh, Dr. Greg, uh, who are those two lovely assistants with you? And he goes, mm, Jim and Jan. Uh, they, uh, I, they, I do everything. Uh, they, 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 their efforts are quite important. Uh, we need multiple hands to pull this off. And Ted is there in case things get a little, you know, we need some strength at our side. <laughs> of course. Ha 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 ha. 
<laughs> and he says, let let me show you the machine. Let me show, I need to show you this. Uh, and uh, 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 Mr. Harrison says, no. Let us show him what we have in the trophy room first. I think it will explain a great deal. Oh boy, this is probably not going to be good. It's all his uh, trophies. Uh, so you all head to the trophy room. Uh, Steven, you're in the back here. What you're setting up, I will now show you. Uh, you enter into this back room, uh, and the crate has been unloaded. It is a generator of enormous size. Ooh. You brought her. Uh, and Ted has <laughs> Ted has begun to kind of uh, get it all set up, and Ted kind of looks at you. And I look back at him, and I go, you look like you're doing a great job. Uh, and, uh, um, the two, uh, uh, Jim and Jan, uh, Jim and Jan walk up next to you, these two very identical looking assistants. And, uh, they say practically in unison, isn't it your job to set this up? You know, if that's what I'm supposed to do, I'll do it. Yeah, no worries. Uh, okay. Uh, go ahead and make me on your sheet. You should have a electrical repair. Electrical repair. Oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not mechanism repair? Uh, you go ahead and make... Actually, uh, go ahead and just make me a general intelligence roll. It's nothing's broken yet. Yep. Uh-oh. I got an 89. Oof. Out of 70. Always push. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll push on this one. Push your luck. Push your push luck. Push your luck. <laughs> oh, 78. Another fail. Oh, no. Uh, and your score is a 70? Yeah. If you want to use luck points, you're called. Uh, Actually, no, you can't, because you push. Yeah, you this early, I'm not going to... Also, this uh, early, I'm not going to... I'm not going to use those. Well, I so can you lie kind of my way at, out of uh, it. Uh, you, uh, you sort of uh, uh, look at this thing and uh, 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 immediately start to feel the familiar panic uh, of uh, when a, 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 a heist starts to go wrong. Yeah. Uh, because you look at this thing and, I mean, you don't really know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of... And, uh, the two, the two, uh, the two assistants say, uh, is something wrong? Uh, yeah, it's just a little turned around, um, and I'm just having trouble figuring out where exactly to start. Uh, go ahead and make me a fast talk. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 60 out of 40. Oh, uh, honey. Uh, they give you a very curious look. And, uh, yeah, I say, I say to him, I was like, listen, if you don't know what you're doing either, I'll, I'll figure it out, but I could just use some space while I'm doing it. Uh, and they say, continue to work. We are working on our project. All right. Well, I'm working over here, so uh, we'll all (laughs) keep working. Uh, okay, Separately, very good. <laughs> but together in a way. <laughs> so you you puzzle over the the generator for a little bit. Yeah, I bring uh, out my big wrench and I'm just like dog dog dog. Okay. Why don't you, uh, um, Ramona, in the kitchen, go ahead yes. and make me a uh, spot hidden roll. And I'm having flashbacks to Team Fortress Two with uh, all this Steven stuff right now. Ooh, <laughs> he's a, banging a, on a machine with a wrench yeah. that's helping. <laughs> Turns it into a turret. Hidden. I'll take it. Is pretty low. It's on... Oh no, that's a 63, and my spot hidden is a 25. 
Yeah, you don't see shit. Uh, uh, you notice that there is a long hallway here that seems to connect to something else. Ooh. That's <laughs> scary. Uh, okay, well, um, yeah, I'm just going to get to work on uh, making dinner and cutting up these cows because that's a lot of cow. Okay, yeah. very good. So it's yeah, going to take a lot of time to make steak bites seriously. out of those. Um, uh, so and uh, go ahead and make me another cookery roll. <laughs> okay, I've got I've got cookery and butchery. Uh, well, and this is this that. is cookery. The butchery will come later. Okay, yes, that's, that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> oh God, that's an eighty-three out of fifty. Oh boy. Okay, uh, the meal that you're making isn't turning out great. Do you want to try to push or? <laughs> I want. I have to try and make something else. <laughs> just do I a soup a simple soup <laughs> I was wondering how long you would all be able to keep the masquerade up and uh oh <laughs> what, what would 005 be 005 would be a 5 that's great that's yeah really okay good. well I got a 005 uh, Fuck and that's yes. below my 10 on the cookery best reroll ever Excellent. I know. So you uh, you you go to uh, you start making this and the, it's just not tasting great. It kind of sucks, but you sort of just like breathe deeply and you grab some spices from the cabinet you haven't really ever heard of and you start pouring them onto the oregano. Food God damn it! It tastes great. <laughs> what is, what is they had deeper? tarragon. It was an expensive kitchen and they had real tarragon. Oh my goodness! <laughs> no, not tarragon. Black truffle. <laughs> what the hell is it? Saffron. Saffron. saffron that's it yeah. i've saffron, never heard of tarragon, it before i mean you, you you fucking yeah you you whip up something that is uh, just like a, a accidentally a really well-made dish in a way. <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> uh uh but yeah fuck yeah so dinner will be grand uh so that's good uh and you said about butchering uh go yeah. ahead and just make me a uh, general butchery General okay, this one's an 80. I, I don't know why. I don't know why I said general. You're, only, you're literally the only character with a butchery stat. Yeah, Are you so fucking kidding me? Uh-oh. So my, my butchery is 80, and I just got an 85. Can you turn luck again? Or you, you can, can push, push it, baby. You can. I, I can't keep I can't keep pushing it this hard, can I? <laughs> I mean, my foot's on the my foot is on the gas. Like it's. Yeah, I mean, oh, Cthulhu, is a good live fast, die young. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, chance, I, I have to re-roll. I have to re-roll. I'm just worried about all my luck from the first roll. God, <laughs> Gwen's okay. just rolling to make sure their cooking okay. is good. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, that one's a ten and eight, so it's an eighteen, right? Yeah. yeah nice. All right. Hell so yeah, very that's good. That's below my like twenty. So there's a forty and then a twenty, and so I got an eighteen. Oh, so you do a very you you make fast work of the first carcass. Uh, really good, really good work. Uh, you're you're, you're going to be accomplishing this task. If you keep going at this pace, you'll be accomplishing this task very easily. Uh, I will say that uh, as you were kind of having trouble initially, kind of uh, the weirdness <laughs> of this whole moment, uh, you came so close <laughs> to cutting off one of your fingers. Oh, oh hey. <gasps> Holy shit. <laughs> I have to stop pushing my luck. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, while you're in this back room where we have the dead cows and this uh, storage thing, why don't you go ahead and make me a power roll? Ooh. Pow, pow, power roll. Yeah, <laughs> blow it out. I joke from last time I went to resurrect it. Punch through a wall. Um, I don't see, oh, the power up there. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big boy. Pow! Uh, yeah. Power. I powed at 72 and my power is a 70. I, uh, oof. You have failed. Uh, so you, uh, uh, you, you, uh, sort of are in here working and you just notice that like the blood as it hits the ground, 
it doesn't spread or seep in. It just sort of pools and then by almost as if by some sort of magic force sort of disappears. Ugh. Yum. Hmm. Uh. And you start to hear a sound from the staircase next to you that leads down into some basement cellar. The sound is unmistakable. Ba-bum. Ba-bum. Oh my god. Ba-bum. 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 What do you do? Uh, I want to go. Floorboards. I want to go down there and yank them all up, Edgar Allan Poe style. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go down there. I gotta check out what's okay. down there. You you go down there. Uh, you find that it's very very dark as you walk down these steps, and as you get closer down the stairs, the sound of the heartbeats start to start to fade, and you get down to the bottom of the staircase and. It's very, very, very dark. And looking out into there, you hear a sound. I book it up these stairs. <laughs> just, just before you book it, because you did yeah, Give me a power, library check on that uh, if you're going to book it. I need it. you to go ahead and make a nice. sanity check. Oh, frick. Frickity frick frick. You can do it. I believe uh, in you. Oh my gosh, so I ha I see my sanity here. What do I have to roll? Uh, you have to roll, uh, you have to roll, uh, um, under the sanity. Oh, no. <laughs> God, we all started so low. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's a fail. That's a 47. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, so you roll, uh, you lose one sanity. Yeah, I bet I do. Oh my god. Uh, because as you turn, what you see is in the shadows two glowing pricks of light, like two glowing eyes. Hmm. Well, it's I'm not sleeping fun. tonight. <laughs> uh, and uh, you get back up, uh, huffing and puffing, back into the room with all the carcasses. Uh, uh, a safe room, you... <laughs> full of carcasses. Uh, Arnie, Arnie is Arnie is standing there making drinks. By the way, <laughs> uh, I'm huffing just through through my house. <gasps> Heartbeat, <gasps> growl. You, you okay? Eyes. No. I get another glass. I put it on the counter and I pour some of the whiskey and and hand it over. Oh, I I take that shot so quick. Constitution save for me. All right. Well, Constitution check. Sorry, I, I gotta I keep using the parlance. Are you kidding me? That's a seventy-two oh, yeah. out of uh, seventy. Oh no, the fucking the, uh, the 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 wheels are coming off the bus for Ramona. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm gonna use two of my luck points. And... Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm you, less you, lucky you, by the second. You don't like <laughs> you don't fear vomit. <laughs> so, uh, Get that on a shirt. Uh, you don't fear so, vomit. Go ahead and uh, uh, so yeah, you um. Uh, yeah, you, uh, yeah, you, uh, you, you, you feeling a little rot, ragged. You, you, you describe this kind of, uh, very, uh, disjointedly to Arnie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, deep breaths. It's okay. 
Uh, it's a creepy house in the middle of the woods. Probably just seeing things. I gotta get these drinks out. Uh, uh, just take a sit. You know, clear ahead for a minute. I don't want to sit on the floor. It's sucking up blood. Well, then find a chair. <laughs> find a chair. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll pour a little bit more whiskey in the glass, hand it, and uh, bring the drinks out. All right, so you bring the drinks around uh, through the parlor into the trophy room. Uh, uh, let me go ahead and reveal our trophy room. I hope I won. No. <laughs> it, just, uh, it just opens up. So and far, it's, just, it's not looking good. <laughs> a bunch of streamers that just say, great work, Brandon. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> even more confusing since there's no Brandon in this. But. Uh, so this is a you really large... did it. Uh, <laughs> no. I really like that. I really, really like that. Yeah. Um, if there was any way to give inspiration, I would. But is that, uh, yeah. is you that Rudolph on the table? Back. Thank you so much. Uh, okay, so yeah, this is a large room. Uh, it has a large bar in the back corner. Uh, very elegant. Uh, lots of trophies around the room. Different deer, moose, elk, buffalo, bears, pumas, uh, oh. fish or two. Yeah, it looks like uh, fish. there is. Uh, there is a uh, uh, two pool tables, uh, 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 nice rugs, a roaring fire in the fireplace, and uh, over in the corner by there, there is uh, several racks of weapons. Uh, many are medieval in design, but there is a cabinet full of guns. Where is that gun? Over <laughs> here by the fireplace. The Need gun now. I have to zoom out so much. Okay. Something to keep in mind for later. Yeah. Um, yeah, as we're going to the trophy room, could I take a do a roll for any spot checks? Uh, go for it. My spot hidden is not a great score, but what'd you get, Brandon? I got an eight, which is funny because oh. my score's so my score is so low that I got the the so good low. one, but I didn't get the really good one. <laughs> Oh yeah, well that's awesome. So you got a good one. Uh, so uh, you enter this room, oh. uh, uh, and uh, uh, yeah, the uh, detail that I left out uh, slightly on purpose, but also uh, 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 accidentally. I should have mentioned it just a tiny bit because it is a certainly a defining feature of this room. Uh, you enter into this room, and I guess probably the main thing that you spot hidden is uh, that over on the table, in uh, uh, like a large display, is a skull of large size the skull is jet black um unusually and as you get closer to it you see that it's not like burned it's just like made of almost like a black glass uh, it's large and canine except for there's two horns coming off the top of it Ugh, it's my ex-wife uh don't get me started oh. <laughs> that casserole <laughs> oh boy that's from hell don't get me oof. <laughs> let's do this bit for the rest of the episode <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> Uh, yeah, so yeah, I would say with the eight, is that the feature I notice, or do I see anything else? Uh, uh, with a, uh, I'll say, I'll say, since you got an eight, that is a very good score. Uh, I'll say that, yeah, you kind of all uh, uh, start to sort of spread out. Uh, uh, Mr. Harrison heads over to Sergeant Harrison heads over to the couch. Uh, uh, the the doctor Gregstein sort of excitedly gets around this thing, and you see that sort of uh, uh, come in. It sort of just sort of drifts over toward uh, these pool tables. Uh, uh, where you see he's picked up a pool, pool cue and he kind of twirls it a little bit. You see that he sort of very deftly uh, sort of twirls it, um, uh, and uh, uh, with a also uh, with a that low of a score, I'll say that you notice uh, as you get close to this thing, the area around like uh, all of this space is hot. Mm. Oof, that's not good. I'm gonna Spicy. say that right now. It's not good. 
And uh, 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 you, uh, um, uh, Dr. Gregstein says, uh, "See, see, it's 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 it's, re- it's real." <laughs> of course, it's real. I see it with my own eyes. He's playing. He's playing along with it right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, I'll say you that uh, you do it very easily with that great role. I'll I'll give you some uh, God, residual. If, from if I have to get like a role check for my accent thing going on, that's going to be so embarrassing if I get it wrong. I don't want to know what's going to happen. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, moments later, uh, the butler uh, Arnie walks in, uh, holding a tray of drinks, uh, uh, and starts to distribute them amongst all of you. Uh, Arnie, yeah, you see that in the center of this room, there is a large jetback skull and a display in the center of the room. Impressive room. Um, <laughs> after I hand out the drinks, um, I'll just kind of position myself behind the bar. Um, and be there in case they need anything else. Very yeah. good. That's a good idea. Uh, as you do that, also, you notice that uh, Dr. Gregstein keeps looking to you and smiling. I, uh, I give him a little wink. Uh, uh, he sort of giggles a little bit. Uh, <laughs> oh. Nice. So, he um, kissing. Uh, oh, oh. You take off your pants behind the bar. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, uh, this is, uh, yeah, so then, uh, you see that, uh, uh, Mr. Harrison kind of, uh, kind of after a moment musters enough strength to kind of, you hear him say, uh, call out, uh, 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 he, he says, so, you've probably seen the creature, Skull. Yes, uh, such a pristine and perfect condition, too. And, uh, uh, he says, uh, it was killed one year ago to the very day the very night ah twas beauty that killed no i'm not gonna do that uh, <laughs> uh, uh wow and he said it was mr common here who fired the shot that brought it down ah quite the marksman <laughs> uh, and, uh, and uh, uh, Tehran uh, kind of uh, uh, tips his hat. Uh, you know, as he's wearing kind of now, he's, he's put on this like sort of red, uh, sort of uh, uh, cylindrical hat, uh, a military hat. Um, uh, and uh, he sort of not, like gives a little bit of a doff to you for saying that. Uh, and he says, "Twas no problem." Ah, but yes. I guess that's not really the theme of tonight's party, is it? And uh, 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 Dr. Gregstein giggles and says, no, 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 no. See, we quickly found that we couldn't use the body if the body was uh, dead. Uh, they disintegrate. They turn to ash, leave nothing behind but their skeletons. Hmm. That is quite interesting. Uh, I didn't see anything in my notes about that. Uh, uh, and, uh, uh he, 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 he smiles at you a little confused and he says, what, what do you, what, what do you mean? <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, just observing, as usual. It's a person in my field who would do such a thing. Uh, and, he, and he says, well, I, uh, I hope you can remember what we've discussed, because uh, it is of utmost importance that we are able to tranquilize the beast when it comes through. Of course, you are right. This is not a time for jokes. <laughs> <laughs> this is really fun. I, I want to do... German guy doing American accent for every like episode now from here. On. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, Maxwell's been German the whole time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's trying to just kind of I'd say tiptoe and use kid gloves for the conversation as it continues here. 
uh, and uh, he stands uh, after a second. Uh, 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 Harrison stands back up uh, using the crutches for strength, and uh, and uh, 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 he he says, uh, uh, Doctor Arneson, I've been told that you are the foremost expert in your field. You know, I don't wish to brag, but it is true. I've won these merits over many years of research. And he says, no matter how much. You and Dr. Greg Steen have discussed this matter. Let me assure you that this will not be a normal task. We do not know how long we can keep the creature under. And we do not know how easy it will be for you to perform the transfusion between our two bodies. Of course. And just right now, it's like, oh, yes. oh, oh, fuck, what did I get into? What did I get into? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh das is not good. Das yeah, is not no, good. Das is bad. Das ist nicht gut. Das ist nicht gut. Nicht gut, yeah. So, yeah, he's just gonna, he's gonna do his best to play the part. I mean, I think with his science and understanding, he's gonna just, he's gonna have to wing it. <laughs> uh, um, and... For this yes, conversation, sir. may I roll a listen check to see how oh. much of it I hear? Uh, I would say that it's not being very well hidden from you, but go ahead and roll uh, with a uh, with advantage, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of be very lenient about your score too. Okay. Roll a pissing uh, check. See if you're pissing. Um, eep. One's bad. Fifty-six. Listen. <laughs> alphabet. 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 <laughs> Uh, I got a 56, and my listen is 40. Okay. Um, I will say that you uh, you hear all of this. Uh, um, however, uh, it's more of an idea, I guess, in this circumstance of how much you actually understand. Uh, and um, you're starting to kind of piece it together, but there are large clues, mis- or, you know, details that you're just not understanding. It's not in your realm of knowledge, but mm-hmm. you've heard the word summon a lot. Yep. You've also <laughs> heard about... <laughs> blood transfusions yep. between <laughs> things. Oh, yeah. I've been hearing and a lot of things. <laughs> you're starting to hear a story that doesn't entirely make sense to you, but one thing that does make sense to you is that what they're talking about is way outside the realm of normal medicine. Okay. Okay, that's good. Okay. Uh, and, uh, 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 Dr. Uh, Mr. Min sort of makes his way over to you, uh, Dr. Uh, Artisan, and says, You have my word that we will have the creature sedated. Mm. I mean, of course, we gotta have to do this as safely as possible. And he sort of, like, walks around you in, a, like, a small circle, sort of looking you up and down. Why don't you go ahead and make a spot hidden check? Oh, boy, that's not a good skill of mine either. What skills do you all have? These are all things I'm good at. So I rolled a 24, which oh. is above it. Oh. But, oh, no, spot hidden is 30. Okay, I actually, I made it. Thank God. Nice. Hell yeah. Very good. Uh, so yeah, you started this. I mean, one thing that's kind of uh, you're you're a, a well-read man. We've seen that, uh, and uh, you're certainly knowledgeable. And one thing kind of takes as you get a closer look at Tuck, uh, Turin Kamin as he wanders around you is this military uniform he's wearing. You know, no country that wears these colors. I mean, maybe like the country of fun. 
But Definitely not even the red, white, and blue, baby. Hey. He's yeah. from Party hey. City. Yeah. <laughs> USA. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I I make a mental note, but once again, I'm going to try to play this part as much as possible and not bring it to attention, but definitely trying to put these pieces together as I follow along. Yeah, and uh, uh, there is uh, probably the most noticeable thing other than uh, his uh, medallion. He's wearing it's an insignia on his arm. Uh, the insignia is of uh, three skulls bound together, one with horns, one with sharp teeth, and one uh, reptilian. Ooh, fun. Writing that down. Sounds like we got a little cult symbol going on here. Uh, cool okay, tattoo? we're going to come back to the science room. So you're still in the science room, uh, Steve. Steven setting up this generator or pretending to at this point. Uh, 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 why don't you go ahead and make another intelligent, make an intelligence roll this time. Okay. Um, I got a 62 and my intelligence is 70. Nice. Okay. You're starting to get the idea. I mean, one thing, uh, you have a nice mechanical uh, repair. Uh, so you are well aware of like, uh, you know, you've had to repair cars and stuff before. So you're, mm-hmm. you're not, you're not, you're not a fool when it comes to this stuff. Just this was a little. This is a, yeah, it's a little different than a car. As you look it over, though, you're starting to get a handle on what the fuck this is. And, you know, it's, it's basically like any kind of engine. Uh, this is the way it functions. And uh, uh, you get it to your knowledge. Working fine. Um, great. Yeah, I give it a I give it a pat, and I just go and I those twins are still standing in in here. Uh, yes, and Ted, who is just sort of standing stock still in a corner. Um, I go. All right. Uh, seems to be running. Uh, I'm gonna go take a smoke outside. Spot hidden for me. Oh no, eighty eight. I did bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're both working over large, uh, uh, kind of, uh, uh, mortar boards, uh, more, not mortar boards. That's something different. Mortar and pedestal, uh, uh mashing pills and stuff. Um, oh, hell yeah. I got to stop by this room later. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, you, you do not spot, manage to spot what the fuck they're actually doing. Excellent. Uh, yeah. So I w- then want to, um, I want to go out through the front. Uh, but while okay. but while I'm making my way uh, making my way outside, I want to stop by this um, this surgery area that we passed in this main room here. Okay. Uh, and I wanted to see if I can find any like sharp things, like weapons, like a knife or a scalpel or something. Okay, go ahead and roll me. Uh, I guess this is just kind of a general um, look at the sheet. <laughs> a knife check. Can you uh, can, <laughs> roll for fine knife? <laughs> roll, roll spot hidden, but roll it with advantage. Okay. Or, uh, uh. yeah, that's fine. Um, with advantage, then I got a seven. Nice. I mean, yeah, there is a number of uh, scalpels on the table for sure. Uh, there's also a, a, like a, like a, a trio of syringes containing a clear fluid. Um, Injectable water. We've been looking for this for years. <laughs> Oh my god, they, they've done it! Electrolytes I need. <laughs> These monsters have done it! Um, I take uh, one of the scalpels, and I kind of hide it on myself. Okay, cool. Make a note of that on your character sheet, please. Hell yeah. Uh, okay, and then you head outside? Yeah. And I smoke. Okay, so you, you head outside, nice. and you smoke, light a cigarette outside on the porch. Go ahead and make me a power Can roll. I just got a quick... Ah. Ah. Folio That's work. very cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah good, good prop work. Thanks. It's it's for the people. Uh, doing a power check, you say? <laughs> check my power. 37 out of 50. Ooh. Uh, okay, very good. Uh, uh, yeah, so you uh, kind of hear the, the distant clicking of the dark woods around you. It's become nighttime, and the wind rustles the trees of uh, the sort of wooded area that surrounds the mansion. Uh, this is a, a dark, deep, old wood, and you hear the creaking of branches. Uh, and uh, for a second, you hear something running in the woods. And then you keep smoking. Ignore it. Yeah. Keep smoking. Maybe it was just a tree. Yeah. Uh, and, or it's just uh, like some animal out there. I don't know. A bird. Uh, you you head back inside and uh, um, uh, uh, as you walk in there, uh, Tehran Kamin has stepped outside of the trophy room, uh, and he's standing right here and he sees you and he says, uh, he says, "Excuse me, you there?" Yeah. Well, uh, yes, sir. What's your name again? Uh, O'Doyle, sir. Uh, and he says, O'Doyle, please come in here. Uh, you, yes, sir. You got it. Uh, and, uh, Arnie, uh, meanwhile, you were being told to go and fetch Ramona. Oh, yep. I head to the kitchens. Uh, uh, you, okay, very good. You head to the kitchens, grab Ramona, uh, and, uh, you all gather in here. Uh, after a little bit, everyone comes in. Jim, Jam, uh, uh, Ted, uh, uh, the sergeant, uh, the, uh, Mr. Kamin, and Dr. Gregstein, and, uh, everyone, everyone's all together in this trophy room. And, uh, Mr. Harrison stands up, and, uh, uh, he says, I have long looked for a cure to what happened to me. My stolen youth, my ruined life. I appreciate you all being here today to help me accomplish this task. Between the doctor's work and all of your labor, you might yet save me. From my curse. Bitch, I don't know you. <laughs> you say that out loud. Yeah. I scream that at him. <laughs> I stab him with the scalpel and take off my shirt. There's power roll there. for we're you, even, baby. We're not even there yet. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a whole lot of big speech. Fuck. Uh, so he, uh, uh, he, uh, uh, then he sort of uh, positions himself and he says... You don't know why you're here, but you're about to be involved in something extraordinary. Tomorrow night, under the light of the full moon, I am going to open a door to hell. Oh, cool. And from it, I... (laughs) As I have done before, he gestures to the skull on the table. I'm going to pull forth one of the beasts of hell. Oh boy, it definitely is my ex-wife. Oh boy. Oh boy. And he says, Miss Mincher, I believe. Yes? You shall be providing the bait. The meat... The creature will want to eat. 
Dr. Uh. Gregstein shall be dosing this delicious meal with enough sedative to put even something from the fires of hell to sleep. You, doctor, and he looks at you, Ar uh, Arneson, will then help Dr. Gregstein to put the beast's blood inside my body. Ooh. Yep, this is a solid and good plan. And you, and uh, he says, my trusted friend, he looks to Dr. Uh, Mr. Common. Oh. <laughs> 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 and he says, he says, if anything goes wrong, you will be there to put the beast down as you did before. And come in, sort of just once again nods. Uh, and he says, I believe we should all have supper together now. For tomorrow we have a lot of work to do. Uh, I was hoping he's going to say for tomorrow we dine in hell. Oh. Hopefully oh. tomorrow we dine on hell. There we go. Oh, we're all standing applause. Beast meat. Yeah, I don't want to eat <laughs> devil bones. Uh, and the, uh, did you guys go to the uh, dining room? Uh, I go to the kitchen to get the food. It's the best place oh, to yeah, dine, baby. Food, yeah, the, I follow. The food again fucking rocks. Uh, yeah. and, uh, on, 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 my, on our way to the dining room, I do want to see if I can like get close to uh, come in. Uh, okay, you do. Uh, and I, I yeah, I, I want to see if there's... I kind of want to do a... I want to see if I can glean anything from his appearance. Like, if he's gonna... Uh, if he smokes or, like... Spot hidden. Yeah. Yeah. 46. That, uh, that beats it, but only the first level. Hell yeah. Yep. Uh, so yeah, you nice. see, once again... I mean, you're not, like, necessarily the most well-read man in the world, you're, but um, uh, you're still a pretty young guy. You've not really fought any massive wars or anything, but, um, I mean, yeah, again, you don't know of any country that wears military uniforms. Oh, I'm just realizing this is actually the first time I'm seeing him. Yeah, well, you've seen him in the distance, like, as you were packing and stuff. Yeah, and but, stuff. I, yeah, I definitely recognize this guy from the picture I saw. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Very recognizable. He was sitting on like a, a sofa doing like a sexy baby pose. And I'm just like, wow. Very good. Hobart described it in graphic detail. Yeah, he was. I had to cut it out. It was too hot. He was laying back and I said, I'm going to draw you like one of my French girls. And he. Yeah, you can get that description for signing up to our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, again, we have to just make a Patreon just for all our horny stuff. We have to cut out. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can see that. Yeah, there's weird, a lot of it. Weird, <laughs> it's a lot. Weird uniform and weird uh, patch with the three skulls on the side. Oh yeah, that's right. There's the three skull thing. Yeah, do I recognize that? Fuck no. No. <laughs> no. 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 Um. Uh. Yeah, I guess. I just I just keep following him I guess, uh, but okay. I want to I want to see if I, I want to try to sit close to him at dinner. Uh, and uh, as you're kind of walking, uh, 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 you, you see he he kind of turns back and looks at you, and he says, <gasps> says um, can I? Uh, is there something about my person that you are so fixated on? Yeah, you're blocking Ooh. the way to dinner. Uh, and and he, he sort of laughs and he says, "Please humor me." 
Well, I'm, I am noticing that patch you got. And he says, uh, he says, hmm. it signifies my position in a company. Oh. Uh. Yeah, that's great. Uh, well, what do you do? Uh, and he says, have you ever fought in a war, young man? Uh, well, not an official one, but I've, I've fought. <laughs> and he sort, of scra- he sort of laughs and he says, scraps on the street are not really what I uh, <laughs> specialize in. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, and he Burn. says... Uh, he says, he says, pretty keen eyes for an electrician. You know, if you're working with electricity, you got to know what to look for. <laughs> electricity uh, and stuff. You get it. Soldering. And, and, and he says, as, as you walk forward, he says, he says, well, consider me a sign that says danger high voltage. Ooh. Oh, okay. That's well, kind of hot. Consider me a guy with rubber gloves. Oh, Ooh. critical <laughs> hit. Uh, uh, and he and he stops and he turns back. He looks at you and he says, "Who did you say you worked for again?" Uh, I work for NPC Inc. A parcel <laughs> company. You can tell by my car out there. But I also moonlight as an electrician. You know, you got to have multiple sources of income. It's all about that hustle. I would and, save in the puzzle. And he, and he sort of smiles and says, very good. Yeah, business has been uh, better, but yeah, enjoy your dinner. <laughs> uh, so you all, uh, you all head in and sit around the dining room uh, for a very delicious dinner of uh, uh, stewed beef that uh, uh, Ramona has prepared for you. Stewed. Uh, everyone's kind of, uh, you can tell Dr. Gregstein is very, just like having like a very rapid fire conversation with uh, Dr. Uh, uh, with Dr. Arneson. Uh, and uh, uh, just, just really excited to see, he's just, again, just like, he's like, I, I, I can't believe we're actually going to do it tomorrow. This is a, this is a, a dreadfully exciting. I, 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 I'm, I'm giddy. I'm absolutely giddy. <laughs> No, of course. It's uh, new frontiers will be approaching. Uh, and uh, 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 and he says, he says, you 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 just enjoy your food, have your drink. I I I'm not I'm not much of an eater myself. Uh, so I'm I'm going to go get something right quick, and uh, you just enjoy your meal. Uh, everyone, this is kind of our end game for this episode. Is there anything your episode your character would like to do? I pull a gun out. Down. <laughs> yeah. uh, think about that right now. Uh, what would you like to do, anyone? Uh, I think I know off the bat what I want to do, which is uh, I would almost look over to Greg Steen and be like, you know, as a doctor to a doctor, would you mind if I joined you? Uh, and uh, uh, he says, that that actually, that would be quite nice. Uh, I, I, I have something I'd actually like to show you. I would love to see it as a fellow doctor. <laughs> Okay, so you sort of dash off, leaving your dinner a little early. Uh, uh, Mr. Sergeant Harrison kind of labors over his food. You see that he's just, he really has a hard time. Uh, uh, and sort of all of you are staying around there. Arnie, you're helping serve. And Ramona, you've been allowed to sit at the table uh, as, uh, to, to uh, 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 come in himself requests it. He sort of calls you and says, this is, this is Chef, Chef Garçon, please come and join us at the table. This, this is fantastic. Uh Thanks. Chunked meat's my specialty. <laughs> <laughs> this, is just, this is even better than what you offered me before. 
Oh, that, uh, that's really sweet of you. Um, so, pff, what time are the gates of hell opening up tomorrow? <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Harrison kind of like wheezes, but you can tell he's laughing a little bit. He says, standard thing, witching hour. Uh, <laughs> uh, three <typical>. o'clock. <laughs> and he sort of laughs. He says, I can tell I'm going to be quite pleased with having you work for me. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm so into this. And and by this, I mean chunked meat. <laughs> I've had such a hard time keeping staff recently. Why is that? And he sort of says, I guess they just get scared off. But you seem quite brave. And I puff out my little chest, and I say, "Yes, I am." Uh, and uh, Kamen says, uh, "Arnie, could I perhaps uh, get a glass of water?" Uh, yeah, sure thing. I s- scoop and get that water. Uh, okay, very good. You get the water. Uh, uh, so now we're gonna cut to uh, for our very last scene. Uh, Dr. Gregstein and uh, Dr. Uh, Arnold are Arneson in the parlor room. Uh, you're in there once again. You know, the tables are covered with like games and toys and stuff. And as you walk in there, uh, Dr. Uh, Gregstein is like holding up things and showing it to you. He says, "He says, he says do, do, look, look at, look at, look at this. Isn't this? This is this sort of a, a hobby I have. I, I like to make little figurines. I like to paint them. Uh, I've been <gasps> sort of working on a a, a, a war game." Oh, do tell me. I would love to hear about your little game. Yes, and he, he says, he says, I, I, I would love to tell you. Perhaps perhaps we can play a game tomorrow afternoon after we get everything set up. I, I don't think we have the hardest job until you, <laughs> the main event. <laughs> You're telling me, yes, it'd be a good time to get to know each other. Maybe swap notes of what we're researching. Take a look at what we've been doing. And he says, he says, I would love that. I would absolutely love that. But, 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 but first, there's something I want to show you. And he's going around the table looking at stuff, and he finally finds something. It's a small deck of cards, and he picks it up, and he says, I... Well, that's very disappointing. What's disappointing? And he, he says, I'm afraid someone here isn't who they say they are. <laughs> you see... I'm an avid collector. I really like games. Something I've always loved is baseball. So I love these little cards. They're so charming. And I knew I'd seen that butler somewhere. And he hands you a card. It has a familiar face on it. uh, Wearing a baseball uniform. He is still sweating because for a second he didn't realize this was going on. (laughs) At the top it says... Arnold Arnie Heckman Meryl for the oh, Chicago Owlbears. Oh my goodness, this is And that's where we're going to stop. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I thought I got found out already. <laughs> Boy. And that is it for part one of our Call of Cthulhu Deaths and Day Jobs episodes. Uh, we, we are having an exciting conclusion to our horrifying mystery coming out next Thursday, so stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, watch out because the beast might be right behind you. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh
we also want to oh. do a subscribe rate and review thing? Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. it's if, if they're still alive, I mean. Excellent. Yeah, if you didn't die of terror listening to this podcast, uh, make sure you're checking out uh, uh, subscribing, rating, and reviewing on whatever platform you listen to this on. Uh, make sure you're especially rating and reviewing. It really helps people like you find and enjoy this podcast just as much as you do. Uh, find us on all of our social media as well. We're on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and we're also newly up on Twitch. We have something going every Friday night, so check in any Friday uh, for some fun D&D stuff, and then check in with us throughout the week for some other things, like DM tips and uh, painting Warhammer figurines. Um, I know, I got excited that he was going to show me his prototype for Warhammer. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, make sure you're checking out Machine Culture, because they have a bunch of other great podcasts you should be checking out, like... Spooky Zooky! That's what we're calling it for October. Oh, that's nice. It's How like about please bury this? <laughs> oh, no. That's what we're calling it now. I I love that we're doing yeah, we're doing like a like Simpsons writers yeah. spooky names yeah. <laughs> for our podcast. Oh, Chronic Kills of Narnia. Oh, very Ooh. good. Death and yes, dead jobs. And, oh yeah. <laughs> good D- dead dead things and more other dead things. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah make sure you're checking out all of those podcasts um and i think that's it for us so we'll see you in the conclusion next thursday Behind you. this show has been brought to you by machine culture